Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the sunsetting gear details that Bungie outlined in their recent TWAB. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at SayNoToRage.com. And this is probably going to be a spicy one. You guys know I'm a big proponent of this. I know people are upset and angry about that. So I'm going to read through everything Bungie said. I'm going to do my absolute best to show you why the current system we are in, the system that so many people are defending is broken and needs to change and the new system though it may have some problems or growing pains or might have potential you know pros and cons i still think it sounds significantly better than where we've been for the last couple of years so i am a i'm a big proponent of this mainly because where we've been for the past couple of years just doesn't work and bungie's made it clear why they can't just do some of the simple solutions that people have outlined so First thing I want to talk about is, what is their goal? Why are they doing this? What's their goal? What are they setting out to do? Second, I'm going to talk about how are they doing it, and I'm going to end by really, really trying to hammer home, it's a broken system. So if you're against sunsetting, and you're just defending the current system, I'm going to show you why most people defending the current system defend it in a way where they actually indict it. They talk about it in a way that actually shows how bad and broken it is, and so defending a broken system isn't really doing much in the discussion. I think there are valid concerns and questions for Bungie about this system, but the current system is so broken and awful that it it needs to be rectified. So their goal, okay? I have three images I need to read to you, and this is all very important stuff. So many people are glossing over this information and coming to really bad conclusions, so you really gotta listen to what they're saying here. We want you to more frequently earn and enjoy more powerful and standout gear, okay? That's the goal. More frequently earn and enjoy more powerful and standout gear. So if you've been bored with the loot up to now and you're like, I don't chase anything because I already have god rolls, they are attempting to rectify that. They want to create better stuff more often. Okay, and there's going to be comebacks that they're prepared for. Right now, if a new legendary weapon isn't better than the current best in class, there is no reason to replace your existing weapon with it. This has been one of the problems with the seasonal grind. People are like, I don't care about any of the new stuff. I have stuff that's better than the new stuff, so the new stuff doesn't matter, and then the content feels devalued, and you feel like you wasted your money. The next thing they say, if a new legendary weapon is better than the current best in class, we risk power creep, removing challenge from the game, or making the item mandatory or the only option for challenging activities. Both of these points apply equally to new mods and perks as well. It becomes basically the only thing worth using, and it sort of just is a giant shadow like the way the the recluse was. Powerful weapons can be era-defining, but eventually those eras need to end so that so that new eras can begin, okay? Because everybody that pushes against this system is like, just make better weapons, Bungie. They're about to tell you why that won't work. We want strong weapons to have their time in the sun, and whenever possible, we want you to expect and prepare for powerful gear to cycle out of the endgame meta. That's another important fact that everybody glosses over. of the community engages with raids and the end game, and that's the only thing affected by this, okay? The rest of the game is not affected by this. Now, what's the problem with just adding powerful weapons more and more and more every season, every season? 
we can't solve this by just making weapons that are always better than the previous ones. This will steadily lower the time to kill in both PvP and PvE until the combat sandbox is neither fun nor tactical. So if you continue to make posts on Reddit and Twitter and the forums and say, this is stupid, sunsetting's bad, just make better weapons, Bungie, you are being willfully ignorant. You are choosing to ignore facts and just clinging to your platitude. They are telling you they cannot do that. They cannot, every season, just continue to make things better. So the more you say it, the more you show you don't understand the situation and you're just choosing to be willfully ignorant about it and ignoring basic facts. The developer is telling you, we can't do that. We can't. So stop asking for that. There's another road that we can take and it's sunsetting. Okay. We also want to foster a gradually evolving meta that regularly promotes experimentation and debate. We believe that Destiny is at its best when you have to, new desirable things to pursue and when you have active debates with your clanmates about which of those new things to bring into a new raid or trials next season. With those goals stated, let's break down how it will work. So they are doing this because the current system that we're in is just, here's a bunch of weapons that are either act exactly the same as what you have now or no better than what you have now and in Incentive is dying, okay? I'm going to be on Fireteam chat, and I'm going to debate Destin about this. Me and Paul Tassie. Destin doesn't like this, okay? Rewind when I was on Fireteam chat, and he said, in Season of Dawn, one of the better seasons with a lot of cool loot, and he was like, I'm not chasing any of the new loot because I already have God Rolls. That is exactly what they are trying to get at with this system. That shrug-shouldered, lack of care, lack of drive, I'm not chasing anything, nothing is that interesting. And if you come back and say, just make better loot, Bungie, they have told you that they can't, okay? They can't do that. They have to do something else. So how are they going to do this? This, again, is where almost all of the posts I see, all the tweets, all the comments misrepresent the situation. If you have to criticize something by misrepresenting it, it just shows you don't really have a strong argument against it, okay? The, the way they're going to do this, right? Each legendary weapon and piece of armor will have a max power level that it can reach. So eventually it just can't be infused anymore. The max power level for these items will be three se- seasons after its release, four seasons in total. So a whole year. If you get something in September, it's, it's, it's infusible all the way until next September. You can just keep on using it for a whole year. So everything that drops lasts for four whole seasons. So if it drops in the summer then it's infusible till the next summer, okay? So what they're going to do is, is starting in, starting in September, this coming September, anything up to Shadowkeep will no longer be infusible. You can still use it. It still works. They're not, they're not doing what they did with Taken King. It's still usable. You just won't be able to infuse it up to max power, okay? So anything you got in Shadowkeep and back will not be infusible. And then when you get to the winter season... When you get to the winter season, season of dawn, which was our winter season last year, all that season of dawn stuff will be sunset. It will no longer be infusible. So that's like 27 weapons. So once you get to the winter season, 27 weapons are no longer infusible and they'll probably add roughly the same number of weapons, I would think, because that's roughly what they've been adding. uh, That's roughly what they've been adding. They've been adding anywhere from 25 to 30 weapons a season. An entire year is more than enough for endgame viability because that's all they're targeting is endgame viability, okay? Keep in mind, 
most of the player base doesn't go into trials or raids or dungeons if you don't go into raids dungeons trials or grandmaster nightfalls this will not affect you at all it won't if you live in strikes in the in the patrol section if that's where you hang out this will have zero effect on you this only affects the top echelons of content and generally the top echelons of players Armor was a bit of a surprise. I was surprised by armor getting sunset, but I had recently been outlining problems with the armor. I was saying, powerful friends, how are you gonna how, how are you gonna unseat powerful friends? How? Right? How are you gonna how are you gonna unseat it? Are you gonna like just oh yeah, you don't want to use powerful friends anymore. It's it's a god tier build. It gives you a nine second cooldown on dodge and allows you to heal yourself with worm husk constantly. So I know people are upset about the armor, but they're changing the way that armor works. They're going to say, okay, the mod slot's going to be even more flexible. The mod slot's good for an entire year now, as opposed to just a couple of seasons. And so they've opened up that as well. And now people are like, oh, it's a mod, sunset the mod, sunset the mod. Listen, you can still use the armor in normal crucible or in normal content. So the armor is still good, and that build is still good. They just don't want you to be able to take powerful friends into trials or raids or other endgame content for forever. It's creating an incentive problem. It's creating power creep. The only way you create something better than powerful friends is to make it stronger, which is just like power creep on a weapon. It's this overarching curve that just goes up, 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 and then it breaks content and you're too strong and then they have to make reckoning because we're just, we're way too strong. We don't want content designed around, you know, how strong we are. That's, that's bad content. So, I want to end this video by saying this: the current system is a broken system, okay? Everybody that's angry about sunsetting, you have not, I've not seen a single person outline a superior system. I've not seen a single person argue against sunsetting that doesn't, with their argumentation, actually indict the existing system and condemn it for being how bad and broken it is. I'm not confident Bungie can make good loot. Everything's boring. Then why are you defending the loot? Who cares? Who cares if they sunset your loot if it's so boring? If Bungie is so awful at creating good loot, if they're so bad at creating interesting loot, then why do you care? You're literally doing nothing but holding on to boring loot according to your argumentation. If you don't have confidence that they can actually give us good loot, why are you defending the boring loot that you're holding on to chasing samey boring weapons now and then just nerfing outliers is a flat tire awful demotivating system that we've been in for a really really long time and it's time to leave that behind we cannot continue to exist in this system folks that are worried that we will just chase the same stuff we're doing that now, I can't make that point any clearer or any louder from the rooftops. Well, they're just going to bring back the same stuff and make us chase it. First of all, that's not what they're saying. They've even said in a Reddit in a Reddit comment, Dylan's like, if we bring anything back, it's going to have new stuff on it, right? We're literally doing that now. Oh, we're just, they're just going to sunset our stuff and we're going to chase the same weapons we have now. You're doing that now. You're literally doing that now. You Every season, every year, you're chasing loot that's marginally different than what you have. You're defending a broken system. It's boring. It isn't working, okay? And Bungie's telling you they need to do this. They're like, we got to do this, man. We have to go through this. It's not going to be fun, but we're going to end up in a better place with better stuff. That's the goal of this system. 
If you doubt Bungie can make non-boring weapons, then what amazing gear are you defending anyway? The people that get pessimistic and arm-crossed about this, like, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see if they can make anything exciting. They don't really have a good track record. Then what in the blue frick are you defending? If they're so bad and the weapons are so boring, what are you clutching? What are you actually holding on to? A bunch of boring weapons that you aren't that enthused about? Oh no, the weapons are great. Oh, so they can make great weapons. Doesn't that just refute your entire point and your entire source of skepticism? If they can make good weapons, weapons that are worthy for you to defend and get upset about, then they can continue to do that. And anything that actually ever showed up that was actually really, really good ended up getting nerfed anyway. That's the system we're in now. It's called, I call it a bell curve of boredom. It's a bell curve of boredom. Anything that rises out of the bell curve of boredom, like the recluse, gets nerfed back down inside of it. In this system, even according to Andrew Hops, one of the team members of the raid team has said they want to make weapons like the recluse that are amazing and then just leave them be. And they'll be able to do that in this system. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. We're going to go to Q&A. If you're not here, you can always come in live. And if you aren't and you're watching those other places, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about sunsetting, uh, the details we got from Bungie and their TWAB. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. If you want to hear these entire podcast episodes, you can look up SNTR Presents on any podcast platform, and that would bring you to the full episodes in audio format only. If you're on YouTube, you can like, share, subscribe, and the bell button. That helps me out. This is going to be a long one. Buckle up. People aren't happy. There's a lot of questions. We This is the first time we've ever had over 100 questions when I started Q&A, so buckle up. Lil Steve says, Focusing on the point about Last Wish and Garden of Salvation loot not getting sunset, what impact do you think this will have on the new world's first raid? Won't people just infuse their god roll armor that they got over the past few years? I, the intent of sunsetting is not that you land in a new season and only use stuff from that season. I think some people are misunderstanding what this is going to look like, right? I had somebody say earlier, they're like, imagine if this season we could only use the Warmind Cell weapons. It's like, no, no, that's not true. They're not going to absolutely destroy everything in your vault so that when you go into the end game, you're only using new things from the new season. Now, September will be the most painful. It will. It will be the most painful. The most stuff's getting sunset in one fell swoop. Once we get through the pain of September, it's always going to be a pretty even Steven trade. When you get to the winter season, they're like, hey, we're sunsetting everything from Season of Dawn. That's 27 weapons. They are almost assuredly going to add the same number, if not maybe more weapons, because that's roughly the amount of weapons that they add every single season. So September is going to be the most painful, but it's not like you're going to land in a season and be like, oh man, they just sunset 27 weapons and, and some armor sets from that season. Well, like two, and now I have nothing. I can only, I can only use the new stuff. No, that's literally not how it works. It's, it's, it's literally not how it works. It, it works completely differently than that. It's only the stuff that hits its 12 month day. So when you get into the winter season, 
only the stuff from the previous winter season is sunset. That's like literally how it works. So I, people are misunderstanding and being really dramatic and being like, oh my gosh, we're only going to be able to use the new stuff. Not true. And it only applies to the end game anyway. So yeah, raids are probably going to be full of items from the last 11 months. <laughs> the last 11 months of gear will be what you see. You'll see a lot of stuff from Season of Dawn. You'll see a lot of stuff from this season, if there was anything worth getting, and then stuff from the summer. So it will be it'll be different, it'll be interesting, but also keep in mind, the lead up to the raid, there'll be new stuff dropping, there'll be new weapons, there'll be the pursuit weapon, there'll be other stuff that people could potentially be getting and taking in, new armor pieces, who knows? And a lot of people are probably going to be wearing armor sets from this season and the next. Or even Season of Dawn, because that's when people were getting a lot of the charge with light and even the Warmind cell builds. So I don't think you're going to have this this problem of people being like, oh, I don't have anything to use. Unless you are completely left in the, in the, in the past. But this is where I think people create like a player that doesn't exist. Who is this player that will only have weapons in, in pre-Shadowkeep or Shadowkeep, only have armor sets and pre-Shadowkeep or Shadowkeep. They don't have anything from Dawn. They don't have anything from the summer season. They have nothing. And they're really wanting to raid. Who are these people? Who are these hardcore raid-motivated players that have nothing from the most recent, you know, 11 months of content? Who are these players? New Light? Okay, If it's a new light player, then they won't have a crazy backlog of stuff getting sunset. Again, you're creating a player that doesn't exist. A new light player comes in in September, and you're like, oh no, they can't use any of their old gear. What do you mean? What do you mean they're old gear? They're a new light player. What gear are you talking about? You're just creating a player that doesn't exist. Now, you might have somebody like Milo who hasn't been playing. Oh yeah, I took a bunch of seasons off. I'm a returning player. Okay, I hate to say it this way, but you don't matter in this equation. If you took an entire year off, Bungie has to improve the game. They can't legislate to outliers. You took an entire year off and you want to jump back in and run the raid that season? I'm sorry. They cannot they cannot account for you. They simply can't. They can't. They can't. <laughs> Get the new stuff. They're letting you know now. Play a bunch in the summer. Get ready. Get stuff and get prepared if you want to raid in September. Don't sit on your hands between now and September and then act like, well, I had no idea this was going to happen. If you're a hardcore player who wants to raid that first week, right? Get ready. If you're a hardcore player that wants to raid that week, who's been taking a break and is aware of what's coming and you're angry about it, you have time to prepare and get ready. And if you refuse to, then I don't feel a lick sorry for you. I, I don't. <laughs> uh, we, I have to thank some people here. Old and Grimy with 31 months. 17 months from King Boomstick. 7 months from Seraph. Lord Flacavelli with $20 tip. Lono, just wanted to thank you for making this morning entertaining. Q&As drop right when I wake up for work, and I always have something to listen to while I'm getting ready. Well, thank you. Okay, we gotta move on. I can't spend much time on every question or we're never gonna get done. The Gerudo Kin. How long do you think we will have a vacancy in the loot pool if we have any? This is probably the only of all the concerns and potential gripes that I've seen. This is the most legitimate one is Bungie has had loot vacancies. They've shown bandwidth struggles to make lots of loot. What do we do if for nine months 
there's no endgame viable 150 hand cannons or a certain pulse archetype or something what are are we going to do you know bows and swords are in short supply anyway and there won't be very many that are endgame viable that's a loot vacancy okay that is a legitimate concern it is it's actually it's actually thoughtful it's it's logical and it's reasonable okay however there's two possibilities number one Bungie's aware of that and they make an effort to keep that from happening because now more than ever they have to be aware of that because of sunsetting they're putting themselves into a position of you can't leave you can't just leave like giant vacancies in the in the loot pool okay so it's likely that they'll hopefully address this let's say they don't let's say they don't you're too optimistic Lono you trust them too much okay fine glass half empty okay they don't and there are loot vacancies there, there, there are vacancies of archetypes for a certain period of time okay I don't care it's a better system is my answer I would much rather go into a better system with far more interesting perks and loot as they said they want us to more frequently earn and enjoy more powerful and standout gear if you take me there where I'm chasing more interesting stuff better loot and there's 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 periodically there's loot vacancies I accept the good with the bad. That's better than the system that we're in now. Oh, there's no loot vacancies now. I can use my Nation of Beasts for forever. So I always have an arc hand cannon. Ho ho! Like, great. This system sucks. So I'd rather leave this system, have a new system that I believe is ultimately better, but comes with challenges, than stay where we are now. Okay? And if we voice this concern to Bungie... Maybe that'll put it on their radar and they'll say, oh, we really need to be sensitive about this. We need to create a back-end check so that anytime archetypes are being sunset, we don't have a vacancy. Okay, we just sunset a 110 hand cannon. Are there any 110s left that are endgame viable? And if Bungie's like, no, okay, we need to rectify that. Get a 110 loaded in the hopper for next season or the season after and give it some good perk treatment. Give it the seasonal perk treatment, whatever's going on that season. So there's no 110 vacancy. Like hopefully, and again, the the thing to remember here is there are a lot of archetypes, but this idea that you should always be able to go into the end game and have every archetype, every element covered, I... You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think that that is reasonable. We we need we need a better uh, we need a better system. Stealth gaming is getting really excited and telling me to check Twitter. Um, what what happened? Did you mention me in something? Uh, ooh, excitement abounds. Oh, Bungie tweeted. Thank you. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. Um, well, that's old, dude. That's old. That's that's from May 30th, 2019. I don't know why that's even being tweeted. It's bait. It's fake. It's a tweet. He's retweeted. Dan Infinity has retweeted Bungie from May 30th of 2019. It says, tune in for the reveal of the next chapter of Destiny 2 Thursday, June 6th. <laughs> it's a bait, homie. <laughs> it's a bait. Anyway, yeah, that tweet that tweet's been sunset. <laughs> uh, Ryan, 
Is it possible that Bungie could reinvigorate the menagerie loot pool with new season weapons and armor? This when we when, this is one of the kind of questions that we we're trying to avoid right now. So I'm not angry or anything, but we are trying to avoid really really simple yes or no questions. So I'm gonna say yeah, sure they could do that, and then like I just go right on by. Like we don't want to we don't want to clutter up the the Q and A with. Do you think they could do this for the menagerie? Well, yeah, move on. You know what I mean? So, uh, cold heart. I'm completely on board with the new changes for the year, but what will it take for Bungie? to give me more vault space. Since we'll be in D2 for a while, isn't this something that should be on the priority list for year four? I have continued to hope that they can figure out a way to use the collections so that we can save a roll or save a version of a weapon so the vault doesn't really need to be so bloated. Yeah, that was the Ian Malcolm laugh from Jurassic Park. It's just something goofy I do once in a while. Somebody sent me a, a video of like a remix of him going like, <laughs> like it's just silly. Um, so I, I think they could try and use the collections. So have you seen Dylan's tweet concerning Trials and Iron Banner? Uh, the one that I responded to or another one? Zach with the next question. Hang on. Yes, I answered that. Okay, Zach with the next question. Hellstorm720 brought up a good point. What happens to companion weapons under sunsetting, like the Sturm and the Drang, the Mita and the Mini? Um, I'm sorry, the multi, and the multi and the Mini. The exotics are still endgame viable, but their companion weapon isn't. Granted, these combos are niche. Well, B- Bungie has proven that they're open to the idea of grandfathering or giving something a pass. They said that, like, uh, the, the the raid weapons are going to get a longer a longer uh, period of time. Sir Kennington with a brand new prime sub, and then he gifted a sub to Cobra. Thank you for doing that, Kennington. Um, so they they could they could do that. You know, they could say, "Oh, we'll give these a grandfather." It's just the Sturm and the Drang. It's just the, it's just the mini tool. You know what I mean? Yeah. My response to Dylan's tweet about Iron Banner and Trials was, "How are you going to effectively sunset Trials gear?" Like I. I know how you're going to do it, but if Trials Gear is best in class, it'll still drop down in the regular Crucible and wreak havoc. I envision them doing Trials perks and Iron Banner perks. They've already opened up and said they're entertaining the idea of doing like a Trials mod slot, like an adept mod slot. And if that weapon gets sunset, it's meta for a year. And then all of a sudden you got to get new Trials weapons because it can't be infused anymore and Trials is power enabled. So it, it, it works. Um, new Ford order. Do you feel like Bungie is in a very, is in a way going in circles? They took pinnacle weapons away and now they're talking about delivering new weapons with cool new perks. Isn't that what pinnacle weapons were? Yeah. And in this system, there's an intrinsic protection against what was the problem with the recluse. Like read Andrew hops tweet, the guy he's on the raid team. And he said, we want to create more weapons like the recluse that just crap on everything. And we can do that if we introduce sunsetting. In the old system, they couldn't. That's why I made my video. Pinnacle weapons are a problem. Listen, I have been so consistent on this. Every season, every year, I said the same thing. Pinnacle weapons are a problem. The loot pool is bloated. They have to retire our loot. You have to prune the rosebush. I've been saying these things for months. Why? Because exactly where we are right now, you, th- there's no room for anything. The loot pool can't breathe. It's literally choking itself to death. 
if you don't prune the rose bush, it that it'll it'll die. It will choke itself and die. It has to have room to, to flourish and grow. There's no wiggle room at all. There's no space in the current system at all. El Pinto Loco. If powerful friends is the problem with armor and garden armor is an exception to sunsetting that can take powerful friends, what is the point? Well, the garden armor is just getting a little bit of a longer time. It eventually is getting sunset. It's eventually getting sunset. They just they didn't say it's eternal. They just said it's getting a little bit of a longer period of time. I remember you talking about sunsetting in Black Armory. Well, yeah, because when Forsaken showed up and they were like, no, you'll be able to infuse everything from year one. I was like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you let me continue to use my Ikelos shotgun and my Midnight Coup? I didn't, I didn't understand it. I did not understand it. It made no sense to me. It's like, why would I bother chasing anything? Unless you're going to introduce something new, and they didn't. Nothing was that new or amazing during Forsaken. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And we were chasing... I remember people saying this to me during Black Armory. They're like, why are you bothering to chase these Black Armory guns? We already have guns that are equal to these. There were there there are there are already primaries in the weapon system equal to these. So people people are like, why are you even bothering? I remember people telling me like they thought that the season was a total waste of time. Uh, next question from Noble. Do you think that we could see awesome perks unnerf like Master of Arms that is currently unique to one gun to be added to new weapons in the future season? No, but perks like trench barrel before it got nerfed box breathing before it got nerfed pve centric perks that have been nerfed perks that are damage oriented that ruin crucible no you're not going to see a return of those crucible's always going to kind of be this eh they're going to be really really careful but there are certain perks that just don't have they, they don't they don't create problems in the crucible like trench barrel would be a perfect example they could start to give us more things like that war mine cells or trench barrel or or uh, my chair is like sliding or like pre-nerf box breathing. These are all things that like y- you don't have to worry about these in, in crucible. So you can start to bring perks like that or even unnerf perks like that and it won't cause any issues. Now box breathing is maybe problematic on a scout. I don't know about a sniper. I don't. If you're willing to hold ADS that long, box breathing on a sniper might be intrinsically kept in check in in combat in uh, in Crucible. Um, does Bungie need to change infusion and masterwork costs along with sunsetting? Another yes or no question. I I haven't really thought about that, so I'm just gonna say leveling and infusion and all that probably needs to be tweaked, but I don't see how it's connected to sunsetting. Would you rather see new archetypes like Martyr's Retribution and Shot Package or new interesting perks like a way better elemental capacitor or a perk like Rapid Body? This is just you submitting ideas, not really a question. What could or should Bungie try to do to alleviate some of the stress Sunsetting may put on them, such as locked elements, meaning three weapons that have to be for each one and weapons being slots uh, being locked? Thank you for ordering some of the Rageless Roast coffee. Here's the thing. This came up before Q&A. I think, more than ever, we need to go back to elemental primaries where I can change the element. I mean, all the primaries, not just some. That actually gives Bungie a lot more freedom in the in the player base. So then they're like, I'm sorry, in the weapon pool, in the weapon base. They could say, okay, 
we have to make sure to put a couple uh, 110 hand cannons in this year. We'll do we'll do three. We'll skip a season, but by the end of the year, there'll be three 110s, and that always makes sure that we have like a rolling you know, 110 that's endgame viable. And as long as I can change the element on it and it has an intrinsic element, I don't have to worry about, oh, well, the 110 that was art got sunset. I really like a 110 art for endgame content. Okay, we'll grind for another one and change it or change the one you have. You know what I mean? Thank you for gifting the sub to RK, uh, Silent, and Metal Monger with three months. Thank you. So people were always like, oh, but elemental primaries will, will, will trivialize the end game. No, it won't. What are you talking about? They added osmosis and it didn't do anything to the end game. It doesn't, it's like, oh, I can turn my kinetic into an elemental gun on the fly. It doesn't do anything to the, it doesn't hurt anything. Yeah. It'll mess up strike modifiers. No, I think osmosis might have been right. It might have been an experiment. Can we do this? Can we give people primaries in the kinetic slot can we let people have all three elements is it going to cause any problems and I don't think that it has no I, I I don't think it has at all Leviathan I'm okay with sunsetting but would it be a legitimate concern if our current god roles are the best we'll ever get therefore we'll find ourselves grinding for the same roles we already have but can't use it in the end game see it's questions like this and it's concerns and criticisms like this you're not even reading the blog you're just you're just not you're not reading Andrew Hopps tweet and you're not reading the blog you are literally creating a false future that's not going to happen they they don't want to do that's the system that we are in now everyone who is worried about this oh they're just going to make us regrind for the same weapons we have now and the same perks we have now you're already doing that so if you're concerned about that you don't seem to be even paying attention to the game that you're playing because we've been doing this for two years every season every new year you're chasing virtually the same weapons and the same perks and the same combinations of perks like you've already been doing that so that's the grand irony of this criticism if if you don't want to do that, you don't want to chase a bunch of samey perks and samey guns, you just admitted the current system's unappealing and therefore should be left behind. You just admitted it's bad. What we've been doing for the last two years, you just, completely unaware of the fact, invalidated the system that you're worried about leaving. We have been doing this for two years. We're not going to change the whole system to do the same thing. What we've been doing for two years, what you're describing with your question is why sunsetting is happening. So many people don't understand this. So like, yeah, they're just going to do this. They're going to reissue weapons. They're going to reskin guns and we're going to chase the same perks and the same guns. You mean like what we've done since Forsaken? Like, you just described the last two years of the loot incentivization problems. If you don't like that, you're on my team and you don't even realize it. You just hit for my team. That You're arguing for sunsetting. Jace with four months, thank you. It's Truds. Reissued weapons. Does this leave them open to return much like Vogue weapons did in Age of Triumph, like Exotic Recluse or Night uh, Not Forgotten, for example? 
Well, I mean, the way that Dylan talked about it on Reddit, if something gets quote-unquote reissued, it would be, it would have new perks on it, right? To be fair, right now there's literally no reason to even grind for the new gun with the same perks. Your old one is still good, if not better. At least moving forward, you will wind up forced to get the new one and use it. Well, you won't be forced. You won't be forced. Only if you want, well, only if you want that particular gun for endgame viability. That's the only, that's the only quote-unquote forced you'll be to do it. The hope would be, you'd say, oh, wow, that new hand cannon can do something I've not seen before. That new aspirational gun, that, that pursuit weapon, that raid weapon is awesome. And you would go chase it because it's awesome. Not because you feel coerced or forced to. Right now, you can shrug at every season and really not miss out. The only thing people really missed out on was Martyr's Retribution. You can shrug at every season. You're like, yeah, and you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, come back and come back in six months, and you won't really have missed really anything. You won't. You don't mean you're not missing out. You're like, eh. I'm, I don't need any of that. The hope would be in the new system, you would be like, oh, they just outlined this entire new perk system and these new things and these new guns. I, I want to get those. I'm going to go chase those. Right now, you almost have to force yourself to. Like, there were a handful of guns and gun rolls I wanted from Garden of Salvation. And you know what I did? I just stopped trying. Number one, you can only run it three times a week. And number two, it's like, even if I get the gun, it isn't going to change anything. It's not going to change my experience. What's it going to do for me? I already have guns like this. That's a raid, by the way. I just shrugged at the raid. I was like, eh. I don't care. I don't need any of that stuff. It, I, I have weapons that are already kind of like that. It was so easy to just shrug off the raid. Now, did anybody did anybody shrug off the Fatebringer or the Vision or the Vex Mythoclass? No, you wanted those. Why? Because like they were the best weapons in the game at the time. And then obviously the sunsetting Bungie did with Taking King was very different. It was more. It was it was like it was almost dramatic. It was like oh my gosh, everything just gone. We shrugged off the Taking King raid weapons. Yep, and that is exactly why we need sunsetting. In a non-sunsetting environment, you get raid weapons like the Taken King. You get raid weapons like Last Wish and like Leviathan and like Crown of Sorrow and like Scourge and like every single raid since King's Fall, with one exception being Wrath of the Machine. And even Wrath of the Machine did not give you best-in-class weapons, it gave you unique weapons. Genesis Chain, the Steel Medulla, and the Chaos Dogma were unique, but they were not best-in-class. Every raid since King's Fall have been kind of like, I can get a gun just like this somewhere else. Because if it's viable for forever, if I can infuse it and take it with me everywhere for all time, they have to play it safe and give you, you know, pretty samey weapons. Royal Duck. If people take a few seasons off and then come back, won't they struggle to catch up since uh, none of their weapons will be able to be infusible. Okay, you've just created a problem that isn't a problem. If you take a couple of seasons off and you come back, 
you're not going to jump into a raid because you've taken a couple seasons off and you've got work to do. If if you skip if you skip like two or three seasons and you're like, oh, a lot of my guns can't be infused anymore. Well, yes, they can. They can only be infused up to a certain number. And the only thing you would struggle with would be end game content, a raid, a dungeon, trials, etc. Of course, of course, you have to have a process of like catching back up. You have to level back up, and in the process of leveling back up, you'd be getting gear again. Like you can't just you can't skip for like nine months and then jump back in and be like, oh well, gee, what what am I gonna do? I want to jump into a raid like right now, and I can't. Well, that that's not something you can do now anyway. If you take a bunch of seasons off, you can't just jump into Garden of Salvation. There would be a process that you would have to go through to level up, to be strong enough to go in there. This only affects the end game. That's the entire point of this system is end game viability. Mm, I'm going to turn that guy out. Your chat's so small brain. Don't don't insult people. Don't insult people. You've been following me for 22 minutes, so sit and time out like a child. Tifa is waifu. Um, what value do reissues have? They're a direct contradiction of the very idea of sunsetting. Even with new perks, why not just make the new weapon at that point? Dylan addressed this on Reddit. He said it's kind of both. They want to make new awesome stuff, but like at the same time, there's awesome stuff in the game right now that they don't want to just leave behind for forever. Think about it. The entire frustration with leaving stuff behind, they're trying to address that with transmog. Oh man, my armor. Oh, my armor, my armor. Transmog it. You can still look like that if you want, okay? And then with reissuing weapons, it's like, hey, we know everybody really, really liked the Ikalas shotgun. We're bringing it back. New perk pool, new possibilities, cooler and stronger, maybe a new coat of paint. It's like, ooh, the Ikalas. You see what I'm saying? This idea that like, it, this, this, it's always, always, always needs to move forward. Always needs to move forward. It's like, it's, it's, I think it's okay for them to reach back and say, hey, here's some classics, here's some greats, let's bring them back in. Some of the things that people got the most excited about was the return of, like, the old-fashioned and the dire promise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I remember that. That was a cool weapon. Why not? Age of Triumph, another example. Oh, man, these are cool weapons. Ooh, they've been reissued, and they're prettier, and they have news. You see what I'm saying? It's a mixture of both. It's, I don't think it's this false dichotomy of like, we either get only new stuff or they're lazy for reissuing. It's like, no, I think there's an element of people enjoy when stuff comes back. It's cool. It's exciting. Especially if the guns are like really, really old. If I have been, I have been, uh, sort of pining for the Lincoln green to come back. I liked the Lincoln green. I liked the old fashioned. I liked the call to serve. I, I love those from year one. I think they look cool and they sound cool. If the Lincoln Green comes back, it'll be like, I haven't used the Lincoln Green in four years, three years, or however long. Yeah, Scathlock. Why not? I don't understand. It's, here's the problem. People become philosophically opposed. They become philosophically opposed to anything being repurposed. And 
if that's your position, okay, number one, it just it just seems stubborn and stupid. But let's get past that. Let's like let this person sit down at the table and we'll all groan. Yeah. Here comes one of these people that absolutely nothing can be reused or repurposed, so they're gonna rant and rave and, and write a and write a write a hate mail, right? Let's let them sit down at the table. Okay. Let's let's hear them out. What do they have to say? Even if you listen to the argumentation, it's like it's it's not even like an argument. It's just it's a philosophical ideology. If they reuse anything, it's lazy. Oh, oh, okay. So they can't reuse any assets, any strikes, any activities, any guns. No, it needs to all be new. Oh, okay. Um, why? Well, I, I I guess we're just gonna always have less stuff and parts of the game will just slowly die off like is that better they're arguing for something that just doesn't it's just just not it's not good for the game it's it doesn't come from a logical or sensible frame of mind it's just it's it's almost like it's like a political ideology they're so committed to their party they're they're just towing the party line nope if you reskin it's lazy it's it's bull why am i paying for this this is stuff i already have this is terrible you're lazy bungie this is trash and it's just like okay so we'll just leave everything dormant and dead for forever then So when you reuse your Q&A on YouTube, it's lazy. Oh yeah, I'm the, I'm the king of I'm the king of repurposing content. <laughs> Tonebia. From what I understand, they aren't using to sunset raid equipment. Will this cause a problem when they are not allowed to make really good raid gear worth grinding for? We don't know what they're going to do with raid gear though. They could they could move towards intrinsic raid perks, the raid mods, I don't know. And they're not saying they're never going to sunset them. They're just giving them a longer life cycle. That's what they said. Darksider. With armor being Sunset 2 and Gambit Prime armor being uh, connected to them, would it be better to turn those effects into mods that could be slotted into the new slots of the Gambit armor? I don't think Gambit Prime and the Gambit Prime armor is a front burner issue. It's a minority in the community and the people that actually have the full loadouts and the full sets is an even greater minority. People that regularly engage with Gambit are a a minority. It's a small group of people. You're here and you like it. Fine. That's not a front burner issue right now. It just isn't. Give me one second. It's just not a front burner issue. It just isn't. I it, it it may need addressed. There may need to be a solution for it. But I don't. I I I'm not super concerned about this. I I don't want to let my bias dictate too much here because you guys know that I'm not a big fan of Gambit. But I don't. I don't think this is a giant glaring issue. Um, hopefully they come up with some sort of a solution for the people that like Gambit Prime, for the people that have the full armor sets, but. I, I don't know. I think we have bigger I think we have bigger fish to fry than figuring out what they're gonna do with Gambit Prime Armor. You know what I mean? Uh Digital Concepts was sixteen months, Iron Skeptic was sixteen months, two months from Salty Sailor TV, thank you. Um Parasito. You are adamant about pre-nerf sleeper with sunset. Could Bungie have a hybrid guideline where they don't nerf an exotic for a set amount of time? Then the sunset is the nerf, ignoring game-breaking fixes, of course. Okay, but 
nerfing it's not sunsetting it it's killing it i don't use sleeper at all if sleeper was sunset i would have taken into reckoning last week i would have taken it into uh into strikes when we were doing strikes for uh i forget for laurel we were going to the strikes for guardian games i would have continued to use sleeper in certain areas of the game i, I don't it's dead to me it's dead it's too weak it's not worth it's not worth getting out there's like a thread of sadness when you use it it's like it's just not good anymore um so sunsetting is superior because the gun would still be at its at its peak performance in a lot of portions of the game i just couldn't take it into whatever raid they launched this september people like oh they better not sunset exotics i will quit the game what are you talking about? They've nerfed so many exotics into the ground that just sit in your vault. Again, you are defending a terrible system. A system that anytime an exotic becomes an outlier, it gets nerfed. What? I don't understand. Why do you think that's good? Yeah, man, clutch your clutch your non-sunset exotics as they collect dust in your vault and you never use them. Like, What? Didn't they say they aren't sunsetting exotics? They aren't for now, but I think eventually they need to. They could think about how much like crazier they could go. They could make 1K voices even more insane than it is. Why? Well, it's going to get sunset. Still awesome. Still fun. Still take it into the era of the game that it dropped. You can still take it into non-endgame content. But it's like, no, don't you dare sunset my exotics as we use, like, what, three of them? (laughs) Uh, With sunsetting happening, why exotics are being untouched? Because they don't want people to literally implode from anger. (laughs) People are already so irrationally and illogically just so ragey about this. If If they included exotics, people would absolutely go insane. Like... The fact that they threw in armor, people are storming the castle, okay? I had a guy insist on my YouTube comments, and we had a guy insist in here. He's like, they're not going to sunset, or the matter isn't settled. There are enough people complaining that they might not do it. And I was like, (laughs) you poor sweet, sweet child. (laughs) It is coming. Like, this is a systematic developmental level problem they're not just going to ignore it because you wind on reddit like <laughs> they have to do this it's 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 basically a need that they have to do this skelkel uh, with last wish and garden of salvation armor perhaps as they currently are being being the only armor to still be able to use in year two and three mods uh, that it will create a large power advantage between those who can and can't raid. I don't think so, no. Uh, FS Captain. What are your thoughts for pinnacles? Like, not forgotten is sunset gone forever? Or how to bring those weapons back without running into the pinnacle weapon issue again? It's real simple. You can bring weapons into the game that were at that level or bring weapons into the game that were that strong and you don't have to nerf them because they're going to get sunset Andrew Hopps tweet the guy from the raid team literally said that's what they want to do they want to bring weapons into the game like the recluse which just craps on everything and you're like oh this thing's awesome they can do that because it's going to get sunset eventually 
they do it now and it's like okay this thing never this thing's never gonna leave ever it's never gonna leave it's always here so any dungeon any raid any end game content you develop this thing's here posing a problem so this is a guy from the raid team saying they want to make stuff that's that awesome okay as I've said, they are more than likely sitting on like a mountain of ideas and perks that just have to kept getting shelved. Nah, you gotta shelve that. That's too strong. That's that's it'll break stuff. Yeah, you got you got you got to put that to the side. You, you, you we, we can't we can't use that. You know, you're. This guy says, you're a nonce. Well, at least I know how to use contractions, so you don't even know how to spell in your effort to insult me. I love when someone insults you while simultaneously hanging a sign around their neck that they're a thick-skulled idiot. So, I... (laughs) And you're in my chat, by the way, so I I guess that makes you worse than a nonce. That's, That's pretty low on the ladder of uh of civilization with the lack of content over these seasons is it safe to assume that bungie has put more bandwidth into this coming year being the first year of development that was totally free of activision this has been a continued theory um this has been a continued theory that we've outlined that it it does feel this season in particular feels like they they trimmed down and ran kind of skeleton skeleton crew um and I know that people don't like hearing that because they're like, oh, well, why would they do that? You know, they're going to make me buy bad content now to make good content in the future. But I, I just think they had to make the hard decisions. You know, it's like, well, if we're going to really, really invest in big system wide changes, significant loot changes for year four, we're going to have to pull some folks off. We're going to have to really, really beef up summer and September. And, you know, I. It's one of those things where it's like if if they don't if they don't do this then we're just going to continue on this flat tire rhythm of well we're ne- we're never ever ever going to going to get to a place where they make big big changes. It's like when your favorite restaurant, you know, closes down for a for a week or something cuz they want to expand. So when you go in you get better service. They expand the kitchen, they expand the dining room or whatever. It's a bummer. You're like, "Oh, my favorite place. I can't go get pizza and beer this week." But it benefits you in the long run. You go back and you're like, "Ah, dude, this is so much better. More wait staff. I'm getting my food quicker. This is great." It's a bummer. I- I'm not I'm not happy. I'm not happy that we're getting content right now that seems very, very thin and very skeleton crew, but I'm just kind of like knowing Bungie, they're, 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 they're putting, they're putting a lot of work into year four, just knowing the pattern and knowing when they want to make big system wide changes. I'm kind of like, okay, this is, this is kind of lame, but it'll probably benefit the game in the long run. I've always said one of the biggest challenges with this game is if you want big significant changes sometimes things are going to get thinned out sometimes things are going to be a little bit you know skeleton crew have you seen the new tweet about sunsetting um I have not seen the I don't need anybody else in chat to explain to me what that word means I don't know why you guys continue to tell me I literally give zero fricks so please stop and I don't know Dylan replied to Cammy Cake's tweet and now people are confused Okay, 
let me quickly pull up Dylan's uh, tweet to Cami. Um, I got him here. Tweets and replies. Um, Wait, that's not what we meant by sunsetting. Rest in peace, princes. So Cami Cakes is deleting weapons. Well, right. That, I think that's what Dylan's saying. That's not what we mean by sunsetting. You don't need to go through and do all this. You don't need to be melodramatic and delete your stuff. Like, if you're going to tweet a video of you deleting stuff to, like, make your point, it, like, <laughs> you're, you're, it's just you're being melodramatic. There'll be new stuff. There'll be new stuff to go get. Rooks. Are you at all worried about drop rates for new weapons? Not really a question. Let's just say yes or no. I, I, you guys can't. You guys got to help me here. You can't submit super generic yes or no questions. We have too many questions for that. Please try to help. Um, the uh, audio. Listen to the audio. Well, I'm not going to listen to the audio right now. Listen. This is where the game has to go. This is a loot pursuit weapon. If you want to clutch your weapons for forever to be usable in every instance, every piece of content for eternity, you want to drag the game into the ocean and drown it, okay? If that's your position, I'm sorry, you're out of step with where a long-standing loot pursuit live service game needs to go. You just... If you're going to play one side of the game and you're going to focus on very particular versions of weapons that you feel you should be able to use for forever, you're just simply out of step with where the game needs to go. It would be like playing World of Warcraft and saying, I only want to play an hour a week. I should be able to make progress in the game. Well, that's not how the game is designed. You're out of step with the way the game is designed. The way this game is designed, you cannot take every weapon you've ever earned and use it for forever for all time in all places in the game it's bad for the game it just is you're out of step with where a live service loot pursuit game needs to go it's upsetting sure but i just i don't understand you don't want to chase new better stuff that's the where i always get confused Don't you ever want to try anything new. You never want to leave anything behind. You always want to carry stuff. Three and four-year-old weapons? Listen, we're entering a new era. When we get into September, we've never been here before. When we ended the third year of Destiny 1, Destiny 2 launched. We have never, never gone into a fourth year. Right? You've, you've never, we've never done this. Don't be judgy of how people want to play. I'm not being judgy. What do you mean judgy? Don't project. I'm not being judgy. I said, you're out of step with the game. You're totally fine to be like, I want to play WoW for an hour a week. And I'm angry because I can't make progress. Okay, okay. You're out of step with how the game is designed. That's not judgy. Like, the way it's set up, like you can't do that I'm not saying wow as a comparison to destiny I'm saying if a game is designed in a certain way and you try and engage with it in a way that's out of step with its design of course you're going to get frustrated of course you're going to get frustrated I'm going to buy a solo player game and I expect to play this for 2000 hours the way I play destiny (laughs) 
you're out of step with the design of the game. It's not designed to, 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 to do that. It's not designed to do that. I'm not being judgy. I have to move on to the next question. Pixel Pusher. How will sunsetting armor help or hurt Bungie using seasonal yearly mod slots as an answer to set bonuses? Well, the armor is good for a year and, and the mod slot's flexible for a year. So for an entire year, you can use a bunch of different builds and then you would shift up to the next thing next year. It's truds. Did raid weapons just become more relevant and in this way for Bungie to push more people toward them to chase loot that isn't getting sunset? I I mean I don't think so. That's kind of that's kind of subjective. Like I don't know if people are suddenly going to be like, "Oh, I need to go get more raid weapons." Um just because they're going to last a little bit longer. I mean, maybe people might start going and trying to get them. Did they say weapons or the armor? Um where did they actually talk about that? Uh weapons, I'm sorry. No, it's both. Weapons and armor from Last Wish and Garden of Salvation raids will be granted exceptions and will have a higher max power level. Now keep in mind, those are still getting sunset. They just have a higher max power level, so they're going to last a little bit longer. So sure, people might start suddenly clamoring into Last Wish and Garden of Salvation to get really good guns or, you know, comb over the weapons uh that you want uh to use. Harsh storm. Challenging endgame activity should reward with endgame usable loot. Wouldn't sunsetting just make nightfalls drop low level gear? Or they would do that they're probably doing with Eververse set edition skipping doesn't make sense. PK16. Looking forward to the future of Destiny. However, armor sunsetting is unnecessary as getting good roles in masterworking sucks. How do you think they can combat it? What, your opinion that you just submitted? What needs to happen to the activities associated with the soon-to-be sunsetted armor and weapons? Menagerie Reckoning. I think that those now more than ever they have grounds to go into escalation protocol sundial or maybe not sundial because that's gone um what am I thinking of blind well I'm sorry blind well blind well escalation protocol even the forges reckoning of menagerie there's perfect reason every season to go in and say hey we spruce those up there's some new stuff in there now or uh the weapons are cooler they got cool new stuff in there now you know what I mean so like it it's it's cl- it's clear that they can't just keep adding new activities and we already have really good ones so why not use them and now they have a perfect system to do that and they don't have to be like oh yeah escalation protocol has been repurposed and the loot's gone no the root the loot's been reissued and is cooler that's a better system than like well, the EP armor's gone. There's just a bunch of random weapons in here now. You know what I mean? Uh, Critterbot with two months. Thank you. Two months from Riddler and 50 months from Save Your Fred. That's a lot of months. Thank you, Save Your Friend. Or they have justification to remove them altogether for new stuff. No. No. As far as bandwidth allocation, I think it's way more likely you're going to see a season where Escalation Protocol gets its weapons reissued with new perks, new stuff, and now you have a reason to go run it. And it now has longer life because it just got its sunsetting reset. If it drops, it's got a, it's got a higher uh, max power. I think I think that's way more likely to happen than the alternative. 
Avan J. Luke Smith has been using charge terms like we are building adept weapons, we are delivering transmog that Bungie has shied away from historically. Do you think there is a risk of misaligned expectations by using these loaded terms? No. No. This uh uh-uh. This is what they're doing. What do you mean? So, misaligned expectations by using these loaded terms. Okay, well, let's go and look at what they meant by transmog. And we read the details and it says that you will be able to convert any of your armor into a universal ornament with in-game effort or silver. So how is it a loaded term? They just described to you what it is. Okay, so let's take that one off your question. Let's go to adept weapons. They did adept weapons in Destiny 1. They've talked about in a previous blog post how they're entertaining the idea of doing an adept mod slot. So, it's not a loaded term. They want to do it. They've explained what they're considering doing. Or, in the case of Transmog, they've explained how it's going to work. I I don't understand what you're talking about. They've literally said, like, oh, this is what we want to do, and here's how we want to do it. This is one of the things, this is one of the things in this community that drives me crazy sometimes. Bungie goes into great detail about something, and people are like, yeah, but they haven't really told us how it's going to work. Yes, they have. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? People have very specific things in mind with these terms. It's not clear that they are delivering what people are talking about. If someone's going to read that transmog's coming and they fail to read the details in the blog post that outline how it's going to work and they formulate their own expectations, then they're the moron and I don't feel sorry for them. Oh, Bungie's bringing transmog? Okay, well, instead of reading the blog that talks about how it's going to work, I'm just going to formulate my own opinion about what probably will happen based off of other games and then I'll get angry when it's not like that. Well, then... I'm sorry, that, that's, you're describing a moron. You're not describing a sensible person. Bungie's like, hey, we're going to do sunsetting. Okay, cool. I'm going to imagine how it's going to work, and when it doesn't line up with that, I'm going to get angry instead of reading the 18-paragraph blog post that walks me through how exactly it's going to work. Like, they're telling us how it's all going to work. This is the most transparent they have ever been. So if you create your own expectations and then they're not met, it's your fault. <laughs> They're not being vague. The only thing that we slightly don't have a ton of information about right now is Adept Trials weapons, but we have a generic understanding of what that looks like from Destiny 1, so I, it'll probably land in that hemisphere. Oh, Adept Weapons. Well, when we said Adept Weapons in the blog, what we really meant was weapons that looked cool. They're not going to do that. They know the general hemisphere that Adept Weapons need to land. Why do you need to name call people every time you don't like what they say? That's not what I just did, AC. I didn't say that Avan J is a moron. I said, if someone were to say, oh, they're doing transmog and refuse to read the blog and create their own expectations, that person is a moron. They're not saying anything that, that I don't like. They're literally being a moron. Like... <laughs> Oh man, you guys have pizza here? I'll take one. Okay, which one would you like? Uh, this one. Great, they bring it out. And you're like, I don't like any of the ingredients on here. Well, did you read the menu? Well, no. You're a moron. Like, <laughs> name calling is name calling? Grow the frick up, you child. How's that? 
Come on. I'm describing something that if someone does, it's self-inflicted. It's stupid. Read the blogs. Read them. They give you all the information you need. If you set up your own expectations and then get angry, it's self-inflicted frustration. You're dumb. Don't be dumb. <laughs> Om Om Batek. With the redacted engrams, how much is too much control over what we can influence? I'm going to do a separate talk about this, so I am going to skip. Good question. It's always it's actually a really good question, but I have to skip. We have too many questions. I'm going to do a separate talk about those engrams because I actually think they're dope. But I have to skip because it's off topic. How is sunsetting armor better than sunsetting mods? Mods are literally the problem with power creep. Um... This isn't going to be an answer that you like, but I think Bungie wants to keep it simple. Um, as is put on grand display with how many people are completely misunderstanding the system. Just go to Reddit and the forums if you want to see just the tsunami of just people that don't get it, okay? <laughs> they don't get it. And I think Bungie wants to keep it simple. Kiss, right? Keep it simple, stupid. That's what that stands for. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. They want it to be like crystal clear. Every year, you got a whole new batch of weapons on the horizon and a whole new batch of armor. And after you've had those things for a year, they're no longer infusible. It's just harmonious. It's not like, oh, but wait, uh, the armor's not sunset, but this mod is. When did this mod drop? I don't know. It doesn't really tell me. But you can, at any point in time, at any point in time, you can look at a piece of armor or a gun and know exactly what to expect. Ma- like right here, this picture of the loud lullaby. Seasonal power cap, 1060. It's crystal freaking clear what to expect. And I know you might not like that, but it's needed. It's, it's, it's needed. It's totally needed. They can't let armor and some of these crazy mods live on for forever. And basically... What I, what I said today, it's just to keep people grinding and it's stupid. So it's stupid to motivate you to chase loot in a loot pursuit game. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Treat your audience with respect, kids? Yes, because I imagined a fictional person reading about transmog, refusing to read the blog, and then getting angry about their own self-created ideas about what transmog would be. Yes, you're right. That fictional person I created is is my audience. Maybe you should find somewhere else to hang out. You're having a hard time. The they they have they have to motivate you to chase new loot and doing that once a year is fine. Oh man, I really want to go into the new raid. It's just the end game. Keep in mind, your armor is not invalidated. Your charge with light build, your your uh, powerful friends build on your hunter, it's not invalidated. It works in most of the game. But if you want to go into the brand new raid, you got to leave that set behind. And the hope would be, since this entire system is being made so they can add new cool powerful perks and mods, that they have new cool things for you to chase. Right now, the only way 
they motivate you to let go of a god roll weapon or a god roll build like my hunter's powerful friends build only way you get me to get rid of that is with power creep you have to create something stronger and they can't do that they can't I care about the stat rolls I don't care about the mods that's why I'm salty but cover two I understand I understand but you grinded for a god roll pair of boots and you got exactly what you wanted and they're good a year after they were added to the game are, are you are you not changing your loot that often though like think about that really come on let's just slow down I know people are upset about this but let's just slow down are you not literally not changing your armor for 13 14 months ever isn't wouldn't that also then be kind of a complaint man Bungie pff, you just you're not putting anything worth using in the game I'm, I'm wearing the same armor for 13 months isn't this a loot based game what is this Bungie I'm I'm wearing the same armor. You're not motivating me to change. Well, the only way to motivate you to change is to add cooler new stuff, and if we do that, it's power creep. We have to sunset. Like, I I I, I don't I don't lack in sympathy and empathy for like, oh man, I spent a long time grinding for this. This is a big bummer to have to let go of it. I'm like, yeah, it's true, but it's a better system. Like they're putting cooler stuff in like the system we're in now is awful you don't want to be able to use stuff for forever I have a void set all 60 plus all I have to worry about is grinding for weapons transmog will help me change the look okay so cover two you just described a loot incentivization problem you just murdered half of loot incentive you're like yeah I never need armor never ever eternal I'm awesome I'm god all I need are weapons How, what, why, why, why is that, why is that good? How is that good? Hey man, new season. We got all this new armor. I don't care about that crap. What? Yeah, I, I, I have, uh, I have, my armor's perfect. How long have you been wearing it? 14 months. Oh, okay. 17 months. Oh man, new season, new armor. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about that crap. I don't care about that. You, what, you, why do you, <laughs> I don't get that. I don't resonate with that. It's a loot-based game, and you're willingly being like, nope, a better system is one where I invalidate loot they put in the game by carrying it for forever, and it's the best. It's good because it's too expensive, time-consuming to start all over to figure it out. Well, I would say Armor Pursuit is getting addressed, so let's wait and see how that works. Every season, there's aspirational armor pursuit with really, really good stats. So maybe let's hold our horses and see. Like, I I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Dude, it took me forever to get this armor set. Are you kidding me? There's no targeted armor grind. Bungie's answering that in year four. Right? If every season you're empowered to chase an aspirational armor pursuit with really good stats... Now you have a way to, to to create a whole new build, and you can do it every season. Like, but and that's what the game is supposed to be about. New stuff, go chase it. I don't want to. Why are you here again? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. Why are Why are you playing this game again? <laughs> I want to have stuff that's so good that it invalidates ever needing to chase anything. Why? I don't understand. Why are you playing Destiny then? <laughs> like. 
a chase with 13 negative modifiers separate issue though bro separate issue let's criticize the negative modifier system over here I I agree with you I don't want to do that either can we talk about the overabundance and the overuse of negative modifiers and the need to add positive modifiers to make more dynamic more exciting more inviting and and, and I would say more varied endgame content sure Let's talk about that. That has nothing to do with the need to sunset armor and you willingly invalidating ever needing to chase armor again, which chops off half the loot pool. Like, Bungie drops armor 2.0, way more customization and way more armor pull and drive than we've ever had, and you want to willingly be like, yeah, but I want to get set up so where I don't ever have to chase armor ever again. It's just a horse of a different color. It's like people that use Ikelos shotgun and midnight coup for forever. It's like you're using something that and, and holding and clinging to something that invalidates every single thing they put into the game because it's top tier, best in class, never to be unseated loot. You're it's just a horse of a different color. You're just doing it with your armor. It's the same problem. It is a perpetual, unmoved piece of loot. You're assuming everyone who plays this game are committed. That's a pretty large player base that cannot commit to raid on a regular basis and does it once or twice every season. Then they just casually waste time. Not everyone plays the game with an agenda or a strategy to work endgame. A ton of people drop one to two hours a week and they still want to casually be able to do the raid when they can drop one season activity commitment. You just described something that Bungie can't legislate the game to, though. If you're only playing one or two hours a week, you're the person that I just described. Oh, I only want to play World of Warcraft once a week and I want to make progress. You're wanting to casually engage with the game and just like dip your toe in the raid every once in a while. What the frick are you talking about? That's aspirational content. That's not how it works. Yeah, dude, I just want to show up every once in a while and just like, eh, just kind of casually dip my toe in the raid. That's not how games like this are set up. If you want to play the aspirational content, you have to commit if you don't want to commit I got news for you there's way more content for you there's so much public space so many strikes so many things for you to go and do you're insisting on something that's not even it's not reasonable but uh, that's the majority of the player base this feels like it can lead the community to disappear it's not going to lead the community to disappear this has been the case for five years 10% of the community goes into the end game and so you're saying that this sunsetting system that will only affect the end game is going to make the community disappear that doesn't even make any sense that doesn't track what are you talking about if only 10% of the community raids regularly, then 90% of the community will be almost completely unaffected by sunsetting, and therefore will be like, oh, it's fine. What are you talking about? I can pl- I can still use all my stuff. I don't care. I just use my breakneck everywhere I go. It's not going to kill the community, because most of the community will be completely unaffected by this. If you're hyper-concerned about this, and you play lots of endgame content, you're a minority. And so if you leave, that's a bummer. I don't want people to leave the game, but still, like that's not the that's not the majority. The majority is going to be like, well, I, don't, I live in the public space. Most of the community lives in the public space. They're not going to give a rip. We are once again back to the casual versus hardcore debate attached to sunsetting. Right, you're invoking a casual sentimentality about something that only affects hardcores. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Need my player one coffee? This is getting good. Thank you. JD Gamer. We we have really slowed down on our on our progress here. Oh, are those? Oh, cantaloupe. Um 
I gotta start going a little bit faster, so Chad, I might have to, I don't know, look away a little bit. I'm getting really caught up in the debates, and I love it, but I gotta, I, I gotta start to make some progress here. <laughs> hey, Lono, do you think that we're still gonna see Bungie make hard mode raids and implement random rolls, uh, and have gear not sunsetted with raids like Leviathan? That's not really a question. I don't think they're gonna do that. I, but if they bring back stuff with random rolls in the raids, I'll be happy. But they're not gonna let that stuff never be sunset. They didn't say that. Right here, it specifically says, Last Wish and Garden of Salvation loot will have higher max power level, meaning it's still going to have a max power level. It's still going to hit a wall eventually. It's just going to take longer to get there. Uh, PhDJ, why do you think weapons from Last Wish and Garden are being given a higher max power compared to other weapons from their time? Sorry if you've already answered this. I think they're just trying to be a little nicer to the people that live in the end game. They're they're swinging pretty hard. They are swinging pretty hard. And they're probably thinking raid-minded people, people that want to go run raids, will probably be glad to see this. Like, okay, cool. I have I have some good stuff that is gonna be unaffected right away. You know, it won't be it won't be immediately hit. OG Boxer. Um with sunsetting, how important is it for Bungie to address vault space? We already had the vault space question. I think they have to utilize the collection screen. Uh, Fidge T. If there is a return or introduction of elemental primaries, could that mean a return of elemental exotic primaries? Why not? I would think so. Jackarama. How are redacted engrams going to affect the grind? I, I'm going to be say we bring these redacted engram questions for the other day. I don't, I don't want to do these right now. I'm trying to stay on pace and on subject of sunsetting. With Bungie talking about power creep and strong weapons being a problem, will they start omitting damage perks? This is another yes or no speculative question that I simply can't answer. I don't know. I hope they go more toward unique new cool perks and not just damage and reload perks um but there's no way for me to know if they're going to do that or not i can hope for it but there's they haven't said anything to indicate what they're going to do do you think that the multi archetypes of weapons will be a problem in sunsetting it's another yes or no question i honestly don't know uh back them do you feel changing the game system mechanics on such a regular basis forsaken into shadow keep and now sunsetting people may start to get frustrated <laughs> this is another speculative yes or no question. Do I think people will start to get frustrated? So that's a yes or no question, and I'm supposed to speculate on what the entire community will think. I, I honestly don't know, and I would actually argue these have not been pendulum swings. This has been an evolution. In the past, they were pendulum swings. This feels like a gradual change, like leveling is slowly getting better, Infusion's not quite as bad as it used to be. Weapon pursuits are becoming more targeted and more refined. Like, I feel like we're on a journey instead of a pendulum swing. That's why I don't feel like sunsetting is going to make people throw their hands up and leave. Unfortunately, I do think a lot of people, I don't know how many, but I think a lot of people right now are angry and shouldn't be. How You shouldn't tell people how they should feel. Let me explain what I mean. I would not be surprised if there is a huge, huge number of people that are angry that this will have virtually no effect on. They play casually and they follow Destin or Cammy, you know, or they hang out on the Reddit or the forums or whatever, and they're casual and they're being sort of given a shade of color about this that's just doomsday, this is horrible. 
and they're all super angry and they have no reason to be it's like okay pump the brakes you saw you know cammy deleting weapons and you saw destin handing a ukulele to his wife and taking it away and you're like oh my gosh this is going to be so terrible let me pump the brakes and let me ask you what does your average weekly activities in destiny look like and i would not be surprised if a giant amount of people were like well i hang out in but 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 and i'd be like okay you'll be unaffected by this you don't go into dungeons trials grandmaster nightfalls or raids so you won't even really notice that it's happened But, but again, you know what I'm saying? They go to Reddit, they see these tweets, they see the, oh, uh, they see the frustration and they're getting angry. Th- they're getting angry and they just don't need to be. Now, the people that are coming here and really do live in the end game and they're really thinking about things like archetypal vacancies. Okay, that's a thoughtful end game person. Like they live in the end game and they're sensitive to archetypal vacancies you know, Light Leap and Milo are good examples of, they're not coming in here and being melodramatic, they're saying, well they've they've had archetypal vacancies before, are they gonna, is that gonna happen? Am I gonna go 10 months without a particular gun that I like using in the end game? So I do, I think a lot of the people that are angry about this, if they really stopped and had somebody really just kind of be like, now hang on just a minute though, what do you do when you play Destiny? And then have somebody calmly tell them like, this is going to not affect your experience at all. Keep using that gun and that build. No one's, you're not going to have any issue. You're going to be totally fine. This isn't like Taken King where you had to literally leave everything behind. This is not a reset. This is a soft, they're just shaving the top off end game viability shave off and the rest of the people in the community most of this community is so casual I don't feel like I need to go to the gym anymore I watch Lono <laughs> um crim- Crimsy considering that there are current element vacancies uh will they will this really be an issue Th- we just touched on this just I ju- just seconds ago touched on that I'm interested to see what Bungie decides to do to rectify that. Are they going to just be okay with that vacancy, or are they going to say, no, 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 we should minimize that? Zorion. Adding elements to primary weapons is pretty static. Could they rather create elemental perks like Osmosis or for primaries to create more depth? I would say, why not both? I don't think that these things are, are, uh, uh, are mutually exclusive. And let me give you an example with osmosis imagine having a gun with osmosis that's arc and you're on a void subclass that weapon just got a little bit cooler because it can now switch from arc to void and back to arc it's like a you know it's like a little mini hard light but you got to throw your grenades so i think it kind of keeps it in check it's not like hard light you can do anytime you want see Osmosis is not invalidated if they bring back elemental primaries. Osmosis is kind of cooler in some ways. It's like, oh, huh. I can have a lot more depth now on this weapon. I can have it be arc. Oh, there's a void. Let me throw my grenade. Now it's void. Stow it. Bring it back out. Oh, now it's arc again. I, it, it, that, and, and I think this gives you what you want. I don't feel like elemental perks and elemental primaries, they're not at odds. I think they could be super, super complimentary. And then you would really feel like, wow, the weapon system's really come a long way. It's a whole lot better than kinetic what? Blech. No, let, let us have elemental primaries again. 
Now, an easy way to keep this from being confusing or all over the place is you should be able to take your um, let me let me think of an example. Your waking vigil is arc. I should be able to slide that up to the primary slot, and it just it's it keeps its arc properties. And if I feel like taking the what is it? One small step shotgun and sliding that down into the green slot. I would like to do that just because it's it's like years and years and years of controller and switching weapons with Y. I kind of like when it's primary, secondary, heavy instead of like secondary, primary, heavy and I, I, I change weapons and do the wrong thing. Um, they could right now apply a random element to all your primary weapons and just let you... Like, it doesn't matter. It's They're, they're literally just... They're, they're literally white ammo weapons or green ammo weapons. It's that simple. It doesn't matter where they are. <laughs> One of them uses white bricks and the other uses green bricks. It's that simple. Just You could slide them around wherever you want. And then everything has an element. Would need a complete overhaul? It really would need a complete overhaul. Like These weapons are all built to, to run elements. They did this in Destiny 2 Vanilla you had weapons like the annual skate i mean that's just a that's just a hand cannon with elements on it it's 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 it does it doesn't it doesn't change the weapon they'd have to tweak the critical multiplier kinetic primaries have a, a higher critical multiplier i would just unify that just standardize that you don't need to nerf an elemental primary and like take away its critical multiplier come on get the frick out of here that doesn't matter just because it has an element on it doesn't mean you need to take away its critical multiplier like that's stupid Ecow. How valid is the lack of archetype argument? We already have exotics for almost every archetype. I actually do think it's a pretty valid argument. I think it's a well, it's a valid concern. It's not actually an argument yet because we're not we haven't we haven't gotten through September. I could envision a world where we get through September and then we get into the winter season and someone's like, see Lono, I told you this was gonna happen. There is a solar blah 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 missing from the game right now. And I'd be like, that's fine, the guns are cooler. But I think there'd be some validity to that criticism. Like, come on, you guys have created vacancies now. I really like that style of weapon in endgame content. So. Girk. Would weapon sunsetting create mini metas inside of raids and other activities that fall out of the endgame? Legendary... Weapons are still viable for that activity and can still be the best in slot, even if it's not at the current season max power level. This is a misunderstanding of how it works, though. If if you go into a thousand level content right now with a 950 weapon, the weapon is weaker. Even if you're like over a thousand, if between your armor and all your weapons you're over a thousand, and the we- and the and the and the activity is a thousand, but your gun's 950, the gun does less damage because it's 950. The, the game basically looks at the weapon and says, uh-uh, it's too, it's too low, and it does less damage. For IJ4, um, would it be feasible to allow players to choose and select a few weapons to gain immunity to sunsetting for in-game efforts similar to transmog? No. I've gotten this suggestion a lot, and I'm going to tell you why this is an absolutely terrible idea, okay? This is an awful idea. Why? You just invalidated the entire system. 
because you're going to choose some weapons to not sunset and I'm going to choose some weapons to not sunset and by the time it's all said and done we've not sunset really anything and the developers still have to build content as if everything is viable because everything potentially could be viable letting letting anything skate past sunsetting at the choice of the player I'm sorry is an awful idea it invalidates the entire system because you would choose a handful of weapons and then by the time the whole community chose their handful of weapons there'd be nothing left unturned and Bungie would be like great everything is basically still viable for forever we didn't really sunset anything Mm-mm. Wexlow what do you think about sunsetting exotic weapons in the fall and making us obtain year 4 versions I miss the excitement of getting a new exotic weapon this isn't really a question it's more of a suggestion and I don't think people would want to do that why would you just randomly sunset an exotic weapon to make me earn it again Like I, that, that sounds I'm okay with sunsetting exotics because I don't like them getting nerfed I think it'd be better to sunset them but I don't want that what you just suggested sounds terrible I don't want to have to re-earn an exotic and nothing's different about it. (laughs) That's what people don't want to do. People are genuinely concerned like Bungie's going to sunset your weapon and then make you chase it 12 months later and it'll be identical. And it's like, they're not going to do that. (laughs) They've literally said they're not going to do that. So doing it with exotics would be an awful idea. Do you see a new weapon or armor system being implemented in the future? I think the weapon system's getting uh, a, a change in September. Yes. Uh, at acquire, with this yearly mod slot and the seasonal increase of the gear max power limit, what is the point of farming for high stat armor, uh, but with lower max power limit in early seasons of a year? It lasts for the entire year. It lasts for the entire year. So you would get a god roll set in that first season and you wear it for the rest of the year. Like what, you know, like why not? Like, I don't understand. Would you not chase something just because you know, like if you're not going to chase something just because you know 11 or 10 months later it's getting sunset, then you're just, you're sort of, you're sort of stepping out of the rhythm of what they're building. They're building a rhythm of every year they give you new stuff to chase and then anything you get is viable in the end game for an entire year so if you get some like amazingly awesome rolled weapon or armor piece in the summer it's good until the next summer and it's good in the end game until the next summer it's good all the time it's good all the time it's just it's 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 not in me there's nothing invalidated about it it's just hey by the time you know a year goes around you're going to have to replace that i think everyone is seeing this larger than it is it's not like every time the sunsetting monster comes around he gobbles up your inventory and you're like oh man i don't have anything it'd be like oh it's been a year since i got this pair of boots and this gun and okay i got to find something to replace them if i want to take if i want to go into the end game it'll be a piece of your inventory one or two of your guns like all the weapons that I got from Season of Dawn I use Martyr's Retribution the most so so, so you see what I'm saying I earned God Rolls from the Sundial that I really don't use so when they get Sunset I'm like 
I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, my entire loadout has been gobbled up and gutted. No, my endgame loadout suddenly can't use Martyr's Retribution, which I typically wasn't taking into endgame anyway. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's not some monster that's coming around and gobbling up your inventory every three months, and you're like, well, I have nothing. It's like, oh, one or two of my pieces can no longer be infused, so when I go into these specific activities, I'll need to find something to replace this. I think it'll be a lot more piecemeal than people think. Zeppo. As outlined in the TWAB, exotic weapons uh, and armor are not being sunset. Would this eventually become a problem with too many exotics being around? Should they eventually be sunset? I actually um, am in support of sunsetting exotics. I am. And I I know people think I'm crazy. They think I'm crazy. But go to your collections and look at all the exotic guns that you do literally nothing with. Add up, add up how many of them you don't use because they're not that great or they've been nerfed, okay? So, if you get a list of the exotics that you don't use, okay, now I want you to put check marks by all the ones that you don't use because they're either not that impressive or they've been nerfed, okay? Get all those check marks going, all right? Imagine a world where that wasn't the case because they could make them awesome, viable, or they wouldn't have to nerf them if they were being sunset like you have this super long list of exotics that either have been nerfed or they're not worth using because they're just kind of like what why would i ever use that in a sunsetting environment the same principles that i've been arguing for all morning better more powerful perks and weapons apply that to all of those exotics with check marks next to them Seriously, seriously, track with me on that. Take that list of exotics, and you got all those check marks. Yep, this one's not strong enough, this one's kind of boring, this one's kind of plain, this one got nerfed. Okay, all those check marks. And then take this this value injection of powerful, awesome, better, and go bam, and go hit all those with that, that magic spell. Suddenly all those would be way more exciting and getting use and getting rotated in your loadouts and creating a lot more dynamic builds and a lot more loot variety and they'd get sunset a year later. But then that means any exotics that come after are in this lane of worth using, awesome, strong, powerful. I do you see you're defending a system that's just boring. It's so it's so boring. If they if they sunset exotics, I'm quitting the game. What the the two or three you use out of like the forty that are in the game? What what what, what are you what are you using? Your oh your 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 one k your one k and your anarchy. I know I know they're awesome. They landed in raids and they're dope, but. <laughs> There are so many exotics that could be better in a sunsetting environment because they're not a threat to the game's endgame viability situation that we're in right now with the legendaries. (laughs) Augustine. Uh, are you hoping that Bungie will move away from damage and reload perks? Yes, I am. We talked about this just a little bit ago. I, I definitely want to see elemental perks, more mechanical perks. Yes, 100%. I, I think that that makes them um, a lot more interesting. 
Given how bad this past season, Trials, Guardian Games, and the Lie Quest, how can we trust that Bungie will come through on replacing all the weapons and armor, as this seems to be one of the biggest defense points for sunsetting? Oh, and it's just Jim. Okay. Um, This is where I understand lack of trust and confidence, okay? I do. I understand lack of trust and lack of confidence. However, when Luke Smith writes a director's cut or outlines a twab like this or the last one, they're they're sort of saying, here's where we want to go. There's a certain element of non-sequitur logical fallacy to being like we got a bad season therefore they won't be able to do anything good from here on out does does that make sense it's like okay this season's a bummer this season's weak this season has not gone over very well it does not follow that's what non sequitur means it does not follow it's not like a logical progression step to be like and that means any of these improvements that they've outlined any of these things they want to do they won't be able to pull it off or do it the game will suck for forever well if you would have gone back in time and made that argument in drifter then that means that opulence shouldn't have been able to happen but it did and shadow keep shouldn't have been able to happen but it did and season of dawn Opulence and Shadowkeep and Season of Dawn were good. They were better than Drifter. So when you're in a bad season or you're in a bad piece of content or a lull, keep in mind that was built by a team, that was built by a particular amount of bandwidth, and I understand that shaking your confidence and your trust, but it doesn't mean we then logically conclude, oh, yeah, from here on out, the game's gonna suck. Well, why? Oh, because this season was bad. Oh, wait. Huh? They've made bad seasons and DLCs before. It didn't eternally condemn the game to never improving. Another example would be Vanilla Destiny 2. Vanilla Destiny 2 and Osiris and Warmind were not that great. They were okay, but they weren't that great. And then Forsaken happened. Proving that Bungie can do... uh, they They can pretty severely fumble and bumble stuff. And then they can pick the ball back up and improve and get things going again. They can have a drifter. They can have a season of worthy. That doesn't condemn them to eternal ineptitude where they can't make anything better or improve stuff. Simon Bold. Well, uh, with sunsetting arriving, is it possible to envision revamping old raids and games? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to answer this one any more than I already have. They, they definitely could do something where they reinvigorate old content, Age of Triumph style stuff could 100% happen not giving what do you think should be done with menagerie forges reckoning once their gear is sunset should they have loot pools updated yes i i said earlier i think sunsetting gives way way more credence to my consistent consistent argument that they should do everything they can to reinvigorate re repurpose reissue people like this guy's such an apologist and a shill he won't even say reskin he says repurpose okay um, yeah, but I do. I think they should repurpose and reskin, reissue, whatever word you want to use, uh, those old places. I have missed some subs. Nifty Biscuit with 30 months. Bagu BKA with a brand new Prime sub. Thank you. Enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad free viewing. 38 months from Rudum, 2 months from Reaper, and T Dub in Madtown with 8 months. Thank you. Um,. Next question. Since armor is getting sunset, um, what would you tell for masterwork armor owned for casual players? Um, not many 
casual players have a bunch of masterworked armor so this is a this is a rarity here most casual players don't do that that's they're casual they don't if they're casual that means they don't have the prisms they don't have the shards to do it okay it's really expensive it's very grindy if they have been grinding nightfalls and they have the currency to do it then they can break it down and get some of it back and that's always a grind in a place they're going to be hanging out anyway you know, like they're going to be getting that currency on a regular basis I listen how do I want to phrase this there are perpetual grinds in games that if you have to do it again is not like an indictment of like the game oh how th- this is unbelievable I have to I have to go get currencies again to invest in my stuff it as long as it's a natural sort of as long as you're playing the game you're getting the currencies needed and that's when the currency hierarchy steps in and says well if you really want to go the distance in min maxing you need to go up here and get the less frequent currencies and when you do that you're indicating that you're a more hardcore player and so you're probably going to want more layered grinds anyway you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it like this. When they had the mods that they suddenly dropped into the Leviathan, and I didn't have to go grind for them, they were just suddenly on my Leviathan armor, that was kind of like a, huh? I don't even have to go grind for it? So, if year to year, season to season, you're just floating your armor, and you're never having to invest in the currencies to min-max or masterwork, you're, you're like, you're just sort of gliding over like a grind and an investment path that's like rhythmic and, and, and part of the systems. Does that make sense? That, I, I, that's, what, that's, what I would, that's what I would do. I would say it's just a rhythmic grind. It's just part of the thing. And as long as it's not super painful, listen, as long as they're motivating you to go into nightfalls for more than currency, let me say that too. I don't think currency grind is a sufficient grind all by itself. Whenever I'm going into Nightfalls right now and I'm grinding for exotics, you know the benefit of that? I just get this secondary just current of prisms and endgame currency. I'm like endgame currency rich. Why? Because I was, I was, because I was grinding for exotics in the nightfall so as long as they're putting you in nightfalls for more reasons than just currency the system should just work as a hardcore endgame player who's masterworking a bunch of stuff you should just naturally be living in the hemispheres that's feeding you the currency needed so you're like oh I have to get rid of this armor and then I gotta masterwork more no worries if you've been playing the game in the hemispheres that you you, you seem to, to exist in you should have the currencies needed I mean come on how many times do we end seasons as hardcore players sitting on Scrooge McDuck piles of enhancement prisms and cores and everything else like are you are if you're master working gear are you seriously poor De- destiny poor again you, you're kind of creating a character in the game that, that, that kind of doesn't that kind of doesn't work it's like that, that's not a majority player they're mega mega casual but they also not only are they casual but they're they're also investing in their end game currency and grind and master working Oh, Chevy baited everybody. <laughs> yeah, with that tweet. That's like super old. 
how does nobody see the five it's not even today's date it's not 5 15 2019 it's not even today's date it's not only is it a year old tweet that everybody's retweeting to try to bait people it's not even the right date today is the 15th (laughs) come on people hockey dan with armor being sunset, could this be the move from Bungie to remove the artifact from the game as the seasonal mods could be limited to the year's content and not have to be removed to balance future endgame? If not, what purpose would it serve in year four? I don't know. I don't see a connection here. I don't see sunsetting leading to, oh yeah, get rid of the artifact. I don't think so. I think they're going to tweak it. I, I think they're going to cap how many levels it can hit. I think it's going to give you like maybe 10 bonus power and no more endless leveling is stupid infinite leveling is causing more problems than it's worth but I don't think they're going to get rid of the artifact uh, the Buck DeLorean do you think that it would be better for Bungie to take a harder stance on the sunsetting and not bring back any old gear or the proposed model which could lead to frustration of regrinding for the same weapons again no I, I don't think so If listen if they sunset if they sunset your Awestringer and at some point they bring the Awestringer back in the menagerie with really dope cool new perks and you complain about that you don't make sense to me if you love the Awestringer and they bring it back with cooler and newer perks or whatever and it's exciting again and you're chasing it again that's like that's destiny you know what I'm saying like I, to not do that because people might get mad like I, I'm just I, I just kind of don't care about people that literally will complain about everything it's like well I don't understand what do you want nothing to ever be repurposed we just talked about that a little bit ago that just turns the game into this like Picture the game like a small child dragging behind it all these just dead, worn-out corpses. That's a gross image, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because that's what you're advocating for. You want the fresh, new, young content to just drag all these dead, derelict activities and areas behind. Just dragging it behind. Why? Why not inject new life into those pieces of the game and those activities and those guns and those armor sets? Why would you not do that? Yay, here comes the new season. It's this small slice of content, this small slice of an activity, and it's new. It's the young, new child on the block. And look what it's dragging behind it. A giant, dead, derelict game with a bunch of just vacant, dead, outdated loot pools. What? Why? Why not have a bunch of like rejuvenated little like young pieces of content coming in and like, hey, here's all the fresh new kids on the block. Oh, cool. This is, you know what I'm saying? That was dark. Yeah, sorry. That's just how I pictured it. I'm like, here comes the new content. This young steed trying to run and get off the ground and... It's just got this disgusting, dead, giant corpse that it's dragging behind it. Just a big, dead, empty game that we don't ever want to get rejuvenated or have life turned into it because we're philosophically opposed to reskins. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. I think those are the most annoying members of the community. I really do. The people that are so ardently against reskins, I find them to be the most annoying. They're so, they're so annoying to me. They're so dug in on this philosophical position of like, they should never reskin or repurpose anything. I I find them to be so insufferable. It's like, just shut up. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. They, They need to be able to repurpose stuff.
shaken. Do you think weapons uh, that have had Eververse ornaments are likely to be reissued ahead of those without? I have absolutely no idea. I really don't. Scott Rock. In the list of activities that will drop Redactive Ingram, a good enough answer for anyone concerned about the old loot sources. I am not answering Redacted Ingram questions because we already have so many. I'm just trying to keep this on sunsetting. So you can save this for another day. And we don't need any more questions, guys. We, we, we just don't. We don't need any more questions. With armor sunsetting, why do you think Bungie made exceptions for the raid stuff? I already answered this. I think they just want people to get a little bit more life out of their raid gear because it's endgame gear. While they agree with this is the first step to making better and more powerful weapons, should they combine less desirable perks to make them more desirable? I have the Storm Underdog. Of course, perk quality is subjective. Well, I mean, listen, they don't need to basically make every gun and every perk a god-tier perk from this point on, right? Like, that's not going to work either. Like, you can't say, oh, I got an idea. Um, we want the new guns to be better, and so every single gun that drops is god roll. Well, that doesn't help either. That doesn't help. Because now, everything that drops is barely distinguishable than another. Oh, you got a good roll? Yeah, so did I. What do you have? I have this, I have this. Oh, there's not really any difference between them. Everything's basically almost a god roll. Deeds retweeted and said, people are passing around an old tweet from 2019. Please make sure to note that timestamps are all on all social uh, communications. There will come a day when we start a conversation about what is next, but it is not this day. Stay tuned and make sure that what you are seeing uh, trending is uh, current. And then he's, uh, he responded the fallout and said, at this point, I'm just dead inside, but I still value the truth in a world that has forsaken it. Oh man! Then he has a he has a he has an image. He responded to somebody else with an image of the man walking on the moon newspaper clipping. Um. So to to, to finish my answer to your question, you have to have good roles and bad roles and god roles. Okay, if every role is good and there's not even a chance of getting a bad role, well then the difference between the good roles and the god roles is so marginal. It's just like. It, it's not, it's not, I'm not saying we need bad perks, like literally make crappy perks, but like you have to have enough perk diversity to say, well, there's the God roll, there's the good roll, and then there's the throwaways. Like you have to kind of have that. Uh, Critter, what kind of space do you see opening up for Bungie to craft the meta, especially in 600 RPM auto rifles are dominant, but if we have none in the sunrise pool, people will have to explore other options. This is super specific. We've already kind of addressed possible loot vacancies, so I don't want to spend any more time on it. Ravenous. Um, what I don't get is that if these new weapons are going to be better than our old weapons, why do they need sunset the old weapons? Why not just sunset the new weapons going forward? I've gotten versions of this question for a while, and it's because it's a standard they have to enforce and it just causes confusion okay so if they grandfather your Ostringer or your whatever and it never gets sunset but a bunch of other stuff does that's just freaking confusing it's just confusing it's like I don't understand I can infuse this forever but I can't infuse this why Oh, well, um, it's not really a threat. It's a pretty basic, you know, boring weapon. Oh, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that's just con- super confusion, confusing. You know what I mean? I go from too generic to too specific in the course of two to three Q and A's. Well, you're going to a, a particular RPM. I, I can't comment on the particular RPM weapon critter, and we already addressed your question anyway. We already addressed loot vacancies within archetypes, and that's a potential problem. We're, we're going to have to kind of wait and see what Bungie does about that. So I don't want to spend any more time talking about potential archetypal vacancies because we already have. Um, this is why I said, if you're going to submit questions when there's this many, just be prepared that I may have already answered your question. So if it gets skipped over... There's no reason to take that personal. So let me just beat you to the punch. Um, so to, 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 to finish answering Ravenous's question, they can't do that. They, they can't do that. That's just super, super confusing to be like, why are some weapons able to, 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 to get past sunsetting and others to not be? You know what I mean? Not every perk has to be God tier, but it would take some serious convincing to use a gun with a perk like Eye of the Storm. Some perks at the moment are, in my opinion, garbage. That's fine. You can have that opinion, and somebody else might love those perks, and they like them in particular areas. You know? You, just, you never know what somebody might like or dislike, and it's 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 actually up to them. And as somebody in chat saying, Eye of the Storm's actually insane in PvP. There you go. Somebody already uh, already already addressing what you're saying I think one of mine got skipped as well it may have gotten deleted if it was too generic or just a yes or no the mods were deleting some questions we have 110 in the queue so we're halfway would sunsetting armor hurt master working armor since it's expensive we've already answered that uh, since they are sunsetting armor do you believe that they should increase a bias towards higher stat rolls I've already addressed this there's a seasonal uh, aspirational armor pursuit that will have higher stat rolls so if you are in the market for really wanting to replace your armor or get really good stat rolls they're going to equip you to do that and then that armor is good for an entire year um, again to be like well no if I put in the time to get that I never want it sunset again you're basically asking them to make armor eternal and then thus nullifying half of the loot pool you know in loot incentive you can't do that so many people forget that if if I let you keep it for forever you're creating loot incentivization problems because you never have to replace it and that's just not how games like this exist it's a loot it's a loot based game and in loot based games they run on the engine of loot incentivization loot incentivization being like why am I chasing the new stuff it's better your stuff's outdated those are generally the two reasons that people chase new loot and those are two things that they're creating that's more systemic now in the game and will enable them to make the new stuff more exciting um next question Fellwinter has a pinnacle-like perk in the database. Does this confirm that pinnacle weapons will return uh, because of sunsetting? No, it does not. They are doing a uh, pursuit weapon every season that will likely be, you know, I would say maybe the new pinnacle, but that's not confirmation of that. No, they're calling them pursuit weapons, and we don't know exactly what they're going to look like. A lot of people are worried about vacancies. However, why do people want all the archetypes in all the elements to be viable in endgame? There's always a meta people rotate around, so why do people want weapons they never use? This is not a this is a question where you're sort of preaching. You're like you're 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 wagging your finger at the people. And I don't necessarily disagree with you. I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying here. The idea that every time Bungie drops a raid or a dungeon or endgame content, you need to have 
every hand cannon archetype in every element every pulse archetype in every element I just think that's absurd and it starts to sound kind of childish it's like well no I should be able to no I should be able to have every weapon every archetype every element all the time everywhere why what the frick why do you need that what's the point because well, I, 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 that I need to be able to have that now the people earlier that were bringing up vacancies that wasn't their argument their argument was there have been long periods of time where particular archetypes have seen nothing new that was their point their point wasn't I need to be able to go into raid with every pulse archetype and every element every hand cannon, every auto rifle every single archetype, every element that wasn't the point that they were making they were saying there have been times where there's been long long archetypal vacancies and that might become a problem if that sort of thing were to happen and bows and and swords are in danger because there's not a lot of them um crimson do you think that a player will just pick up new weapons every season anyway and the system is more for the recluse and the spare rations of the game no i don't uh uh-uh, no there are people who literally hold on to their weapons for forever and don't shift forward they don't so th- th- this this will affect some hardcore players that just refuse to let go of certain weapons it will tommy boy do you think that they could use uh, permanently sunsetted weapons as ornaments or skins on the same type of weapons and some more grind to utilize retired guns? Well, they're talking about reissuing. I don't think Transmog needs to come to weapons, though. I, I Transmog on armor is fine. They're doing it in a way where you have to actually like work to unlock it. It's not just like free. Like, hey, I got a raid helmet. I never need to run that raid ever again because I can Transmog it. You have to unlock it, right? Um, but I don't think you want Transmog on weapons. Albino Gorilla. Do you think that we might see old armor sets from Destiny 1 be brought back and revitalized? I have no idea. No scope Bin Laden. I can't get behind weapons going away. They're not. But how are we supposed to grind PvE PvP sets on three characters every three seasons? See, this is precisely... This just, in, in such clear, clear terms, puts on display the enormous misunderstanding about what this is going to do first weapons are not going away second every three seasons you are not going to have to completely grind for all new everything that's not true it's not like after four it's actually four seasons after four seasons after a year shoot shove it all off the table no You're going to have a gun from Season 3 that is still good and you like it. You're going to have a pair of boots from Season 2 that's still good. It's a portion of your set and your guns and your armor will fall off. Whatever you got from like... So if you have a gun from the winter season and armor from the spring season and then another gun from the summer season and that's your like loadout for PvP. When you get to the winter season, one of those items is is been sunset. And keep in mind, it's only end game. It's only Trials and Iron Banner. So the rest of Crucible, you're fine. Okay? But you gotta replace that one gun. If you're going into Trials, you're going into Iron Banner, you gotta replace that one gun. Okay? Then spring season. You've got a couple pieces that are that are suddenly not infusible. And then you get to the summer. 
it, it is a complete misrepresentation of the system to be like every 12 months Bungie's just sliding all your loot off the table like yeah huh, come on you gotta get all new stuff that's not what they're doing this is what I'm talking about like it's just a misrepresentation of what the system is and so your frustration's unfounded you're frustrated about something that isn't even going to happen it's not gonna happen Bumble 17. How will enemies scale in matchmade activities if I'm running sunset weapons and my teammates are running at max power? Well, it the the enemies are set to the power of the encounter. So when I go run strikes right now, they're 750. So as long as my guns are 750 or higher, which you can't actually have guns below 750. As long as my guns are 750 or higher, I do the appropriate amount of damage. You and if you're 950, you don't do more damage than me. There's a ceiling on like <clears throat> there's a ceiling on how much damage you can do when you're like over uh, over leveled. If I go into content that is 1000, as long as all my loot's 1000, I'm fine. If I go into that content and all my stuff's 950 or all my stuff's 1000 but my gun is 950, the gun's going to do less damage. The enemies and the activities are set and then you do damage in relation to where your gear is. It doesn't matter what your teammates are doing. It doesn't matter what your armor is. It, it's your armor and your guns need to be at level to do appropriate amounts of damage. This is why when they do sunsetting, according to their own definition I don't think they're going to make it to where like oh I can't run strikes oh I can't go into the public space oh I can't do this Bungie has consistently said trials iron banner raids dungeons grandmaster nightfalls like in that in their mind is is the list of of end game you know viability that they're trying to they're trying to touch down on um what happens when I miss a season uh, or I don't get the best in slot that season and I play afterwards. There's no way to target that loot anymore. Actually not true. They've already addressed this in a previous TWAB. Every season and piece of loot that drops is available for a year. You can go and run that seasonal con- you can go and run that content and try and get that gun for an entire year. So if you miss the best in class shotgun from the winter season and you show up in the spring, you can still get that best in class shotgun. It's not going away. They're moving away from that. They're moving to an annual format as opposed to a seasonal format. Nothing is retiring or leaving every season. It's a yearly thing now. They address this in another TWAB. Just to catch 22. Season 12 equals ground zero. What point is reasonable for us to have blank or get off the pot mentality for Bungie to be giving new weapons and armor and perks in line with the promise that they have given in recent TWABs. Is midpoint to season 13 too soon? I mean, I think September is they got to, they got to prove themselves in September. I don't like doing these, it's a make it or break moment. Oh, Bungie's going to fail. If they don't do this, the game is dead. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. They've got some convincing to do in September or a lot of people are going to be like, I don't like what you've done. I happen to think (laughs) that they're very confident that what they have is going to work. I think they were confident with Armor 2.0. They knew we were all going to delete our own armor. They just knew. They're like, yeah, this is going to work. This will be fine. And it worked. And we all deleted our own armor. So... I, I don't think that they're walking to September unprepared to really prove themselves. I think they need to prove themselves. I think people are going to get on the other end of September and be like, okay, 
I, sunsetting is still rubbing my fur the wrong way, but man, there's some. This is dope. This is good. I, I honestly think a lot of people are going to change their mind. I do. I think people are going to see the light and they're going to see that, okay, this is actually good for us. This stuff is really cool. They're really taking things forward. Um, dream. Since they said that they can't make better weapons, does that mean that the weapons they replace our old weapons would be the same roles and can run uh, run endgame? You're not, no. I'm, I'm so close to scolding you and skipping this because this is not what they said. You are literally misrepresenting what they said. They did not say this. They said the opposite of this. They said the opposite of this. They want to give us stuff that's better than what we have now. And the only way to do that is the sunset. Because it shows up, it's better. And then eventually it gets sunset. So there's all this room with the very, very tip, tip, tippity top because whatever they make eventually gets sunset. They literally said the opposite of what you're saying here. Jeezy. Does it not make sense in the lore that you find more powerful gear as you fight and defeat stronger enemies? Could Bungie benefit from tying this into the story? I mean... You gotta be careful with this because now you're creating power creep in the lore. Like, we're not always eternally getting stronger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, our our grenades and our abilities and our subclasses are generally staying the same. So you, you can't create, like, power creep in the lore like just we're always getting stronger every single season. Like, what? Um... Kilker. With a level bump each season, uh, things like Legend, Nightfall, and the current seasonal event be above level of some weapons. This is a valid question that Bungie's going to have to answer because th- this season I don't think is a good example. This is the only time they've done something like this. Like the public event was 980 and all this other stuff. Like when they've gone through, where are some examples that they've given about the end game? Don't they have some things here like parentheses where they, they rattle off um, things that they envision being like the end game? I feel like there was something where they did that, where power matters or something. Um, I thought that they did, they did that somewhere in this twab that's basically sort of like a list of what they envision being the end game stuff. It was last week. Yeah, like when when they say end game viability, I would argue with them and say you can't then raise the power of a public space event. You can't you can't continually and eternally raise the power of like the two lowest forms of the nightfall um you can't you can't do that that's that's not gonna work that's not end game anyway that's not end game is grandmaster nightfalls raids dungeons etc um fringed wings do you think that future artifacts should be used as a way to nudge players to use newer weapons maybe by having mods that completely change how weapon performs when slotted to it I don't like doing this with the artifact because then eventually the artifact goes away and you're like oh well now these weapons aren't as good I like using modifiers to say hey this week this is a loadout that would be really really strong you don't have to do it but this week it's really really strong then it's only a week long you know what I mean an entire season of like oh my gosh this weapon is so amazing and then they take the artifact away I don't don't like that rhythm I don't think that would be a good thing to do Fructor. 
So does sunsetting mean they are going to change the RNG components so that new loot god rolls will be more prevalent? It sounds like, and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but from the ingram, the redacted ingram, it sounds like Bungie is entertaining the idea of really empowering us to increase loot loot drop chances and chase stuff so that this problem goes away. You don't want to take four months to get something if it's only good for twelve. Like that's a that's a third of its 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 viability. Uh, Hezen. Lono, do you think that weapon sunsetting would naturally lead us to a weapons 2.0? Yes, I've said that I think they're going to do something with the weapon system in September. I believe that this TWAB is housekeeping. The good stuff hasn't come yet. Do you think that the reissuing of weapons could be used to fill the bottom half of the seasonal loot pools? Seasonal weapons can't be top tier, so they could use them for the bottom of the loot pool. Do you think that reissuing of weapons could be used to fill the bottom of the seasonal loot pool? I honestly don't know. I, I'm not sure what exactly they're going to do with those. As someone who is ignorant to sunsetting in general, is there any negative side to Bungie traversing this path other than hurting people's feelings? I have said that there's pros and cons, and one of the cons, one of the potential negatives here is that the archetypal vacancies could happen. But other than that, and making people mad, um... Other than, other than that, no. I, I don't think so. Comparatively, comparatively to where we are now, no. You're going to have the same situations. You'll have some guns that aren't worth it, some guns that are amazing, and hopefully more standout, more breakout weapons that are really fun and really worth pursuing. Ride Army. Do you think this is why they are bringing back Fellwinter's Lie with what looks like OP perks? Because it'll only be around for a year. That's a pretty good theory. Uh, how do you think that sunsetting system will affect inflation in the upgrade material economy at all? Not really sure. Uh, they'll have to talk about that probably in a separate thing, like what's the path looking like on infusion and upgrading and, and, and masterworking. Assuming all weapons going forward are good to great, would you agree that there shouldn't be weapon nerfs anymore because sunsetting takes care of that? You gotta be real careful here. You can't, like, this is this is where I think sometimes people, ex- this is where, like, the, um, the, the telephone game and the Destiny community can get out of hand. Just because they're sunsetting doesn't mean that, that nerfing will never happen again. If, if a gun is, is causing problems in the Crucible, they're going to have to address it. Right? Oh, it'll get sunset. No problem. Well, it's only going to get sunset out of Iron Banner and Trials. It's not going to get sunset out of Basic Crucible. So, there still needs to be like a basic semblance of PvP balance. You can't just use, you know, sunsetting as a scapegoat for being like, this weapon's just stupid. Like a, a, a hand cannon that's two-tapping everybody. Well, th- they'd have to address that. <laughs> you can't have a weapon that's that strong. There's still a baseline of balance that needs to be maintained. King Boomstick. If future armor is dropping under the, it will have the same max power level as it did in its initial release season... How often should armor be reissued? I don't have an opinion on how often because I don't know how much they're giving every season and, and every year. Should Bungie lean into sunsetting armor or weapons to allow contextual weapon armor perks, like raid armor to give raid-specific perks, crucible weapons? It sounds like they're leaning to mod slots that will do this. An adept mod slot is is something they're, they're entertaining as opposed to intrinsic. Um... I would be okay with intrinsic now since they're introducing transmog you can do intrinsic raid perks because if I have to wear my raid armor in the raid for the intrinsic raid perk I can make it look however I want with transmog Big Vern Will people keep these sunset weapons and armor in their vault flooding capacity again or can they delete once they are sunset 
that's up to the player. I don't know if Bungie's going to come up with a way to, like, save... Like, if you have, like, a really, really great roll on your Kindled Orchid, and you took forever to get it, and it gets sunset, and it's just kind of taking up space, can you store that in collection somehow, as opposed to saving it for forever? Uh, Smash Boy. Do you think exotics getting nerfed will still happen because they are not getting sunset? Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still going to do that. Largo. Do you think that we could see a weapon introduced next season that will give a taste of year four? Uh, I think somebody may have already kind of... I mean, maybe that's what the the Fell Winters is supposed to do, but I don't know about next season. It doesn't seem like that's the case. Some of these ideas seem like they were come up with before uh, you could restructure summer season. So I don't know. Mewtwo. First time question submitter, do you think it's possible Bungie will buff sunsetted weapons like Recluse to their previously powerful state, or will they remain in their nerf state? I feel like this is related to the question where we said there's still going to be a baseline of balance, and I don't think the nerf to Recluse was purely about PvE, so it will likely not get brought back to its prominence. It was just too... Um, it was just too easy to use. It, it needed to be brought in. It's still a great weapon, but it, it just, I, I don't know if they can bring it back to where it was before. Cause it was, it was pretty strong and crucible, uh, critter. What paths do you see for Bungie to stay on top of archetype vacancies? Should they just make sure to always have one of each archetype in the pool? Do they intentionally restrict archetypes for some reasons? I honestly don't know how they're going to do this. I said that like, if Bungie looks at the season of dawn weapons that are getting sunset they're like okay as soon as the winter season hits all that stuff sunset is there anything we want to make sure and replace I mean they can ask that simple question and that should help minimize this you know do, well do we want to have literally no wave frame grenade launchers in the end game maybe we should bring another one back uh, T-Funk should we accept seasons or years where we don't get a particular weapon we want. This is where I'm not going to say that, yeah, you should just accept it, but I am going to say if we get to a place where that happens, I'm always going to remind people that the only way for that not to have happened was to stay in this old crummy system where everything was boring. I would rather have a bunch of exciting weapons and one or two loot vacancies where people that really, really are dying for a 150 void hand cannon, they just can't get it. Um, I would be, I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that because I still think that's not as big of a deal as staying in a really boring rut. Because I just, I don't know, I feel like we're in a rut right now, and it's better to have a bunch of exciting weapons with a handful of vacancies that really, really specific, you know, players are frustrated by. That, to me, is not a huge deal. Um, it's a, it's a bigger deal to stay where we are. Uh, how does sunsetting combat the power creep meta of raids? If exotics will still not be power capped, what is stopping teams from gating players... Uh, who do not have the best DPS exotics. Well, that's not Bungie's concern. If LFG is gating people because uh, they don't have exotics, then that's not Bungie's concern. Bungie can't legislate to people being stupid on LFG uh, or rude on LFG. Um, so, I and I know exotics run the show, but so did Recluse. So, I, I, it's not just exotics. I would still think that there would be 
first of all, you're misusing power creep. Exotics aren't really creating power creep in raids. Now, obviously, Izanagi's was absurdly strong, and it got reined in, but Bungie's not every year adding new exotics that are stronger than the last that are then breaking raids. So you're misusing power creep a little bit. Power creep is the idea that every time they add something strong, they have to add another thing that's strong, and another thing that's strong, and another thing that's strong. They've not been doing what that, that with exotics. Manny. What do you think about Bungie's approach will or should be with nerfing weapons now that gear or weapons will have a max level? Um, they, I, we've already answered this question. They still need to have a baseline of balance for PvP. As our power continues to go up until uh, go up, will Sunset Gear eventually get to a point where it is too weak for even the patrol area? No, Jay Chris, I kind of addressed this earlier. I, I don't think Bungie's going to do that. They have to just have a baseline power level that strikes and raids and everything. Think about when they raise everything to 750. If in 2021 September, they need to raise everything to 1,050 because that's what they're going to do with like strikes and the public areas and blah, 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 then you're fine. Your, your, your sunset weapons are all now 1,050 and they're in line with entry level content. I, they would, I don't think they're going to do this. They're, they have in mind end game viability. They're not going to like, oh, whoops, sorry. <laughs> patrols are now 1,000 and you know your gear is now sunset by patrols. Like They're not going to do that. That is not the system that they've outlined. Just to catch 22. Tassie responded to a tweet about bows and sunsetting. Only three known bows will be endgame viable in year four. Do you think Last Wish and Garden of Salvation were chosen because they do not have new weapons to replace the loot drops available in those raids? It's possible, but it's also possible. It's like, it's just because they're raids. Light, uh, Synthaski. Uh, oh, light in the, lights in the sky with three months. Thank you. A thousand bits from Leap Potato Aim. I'm less concerned with sunsetting and more concerned with the seasonal activity being worth playing. Given Bungie's efforts to make guns more interesting, do you think that we will see activities to match? Um, again, there's no... How am I supposed to answer that? I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I know that they want activities to stick around for a longer period of time, and maybe that means they're going to make them better I, I just I don't know there's no way for me to make that prediction um so but in, in just to catch 22's question I don't know why they're letting the last wish and garden of salvation weapons stick around it could be because of what you said it also could just be because they're raids uh Jacko with sunsetting uh, so sunsetting sounds good and I personally like that my question is what about the activities which provide those uh sunset gear like forges reckoning menagerie we've already answered this those questions those activities will likely be repurposed and re have stuff reissued on a better bigger picture of this how can bungie make exotic weapons mean more like they used to back in d1 seems like legendaries rule now not really a question just saying your opinion exotics are insanely strong right now and there's a bunch that aren't that likely need to be buffed but that's 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 a whole other subject is it possible Bungie had a bunch of uh, weapon assets ready for D3 and with the reshifting focus to D2 means they have a ton of guns across all types ready to slip their way into the loot pools in the fall and beyond I like this theory I do if the pyramid if Paul Tassie's right and this September was supposed to be Destiny 3 kicked off with the pyramid ships and a bunch of stuff and Bungie had a bunch of weapon ideas and perk ideas loaded into the hopper that now have to be shoved into Destiny 2 
maybe they're so strong they, that like that's what they they need to have a, a system you know in place to keep that from being a problem you know what I mean uh, because I think in general the, the way the way that they've set it up it that that could be a decent theory you know what I mean Mm, what's it say? M Miss Strongshot? Will Iron Banner gear earned this season be sunset in September since they still have the seasonal icons from their original seasons? This is an excellent question that Bungie needs to answer. I don't know the answer to this one. Bat Cow. I understand the need to sunset weapons, but why armor? We've already answered why armor a lot because there's just too many builds that would last for forever and sunsetting mods like powerful friends I think would just be confusing I think it's more harmonious about it oh it's in the TWAB did they say something about the Iron Banner armor um let's see here I don't remember reading that it's a lot to remember I have a hard time sometimes remembering literally everything season 9 and later has a one year life cycle season 9 and later has a one-year life cycle. Right, but at the start of Season 12, Weapons and Armor, I don't know where that is. I, it, I, I'm, I'm not sure what you mean. We know what is being sunset and when. Season 9 and later has a one-year life cycle. You passed it. Gear from Seasons 9, 10, 11, and 12 will be infusible to new power caps for Year 1 after their release. Right, but isn't this question saying that there's Iron Banner armor with seasonal icons before Season 9? Isn't that what this question's postulating? That you're going to get Iron Banner armor, and it looks like it came from, you know, Season 8 and before. The line above that? Right, at the start of Season 12, weapons and armor release in Seasons 1 through 8 will still have max power level uh, at the Season 11 power cap. It sounds like this person is saying that the Iron Banner stuff has still got old season like icons on it. So then that stuff will get left behind even though it was earned in this year or season or whatever. I gotta move on. Bat Cow, I understand the need to sunset weapons, but why armor? Getting masterwork armor, I already answered this question. The last uh, time there was any kind of sunsetting in Destiny was after year one of D1 where they sunset everything. Does Bungie need to offer a Taken King size expansion for people to accept that is necessary? Like I said earlier, I was saying that I can understand the lack of trust and confidence right now because we got a really, really bad meal. Like the food they brought out is burnt and bad. This season sucks. But I smell something in the background. I smell something that smells like Taken King. They're cooking up something that I I think is is going to be is going to be tall and is going to be really really good, um, and people might be like, well, that's you have too much confidence in Bungie, you have too much faith and trust. Okay, so be it. Like, the worst I could be is wrong. I'd rather be wrong that it oh it wasn't as good or we thought it could have been better or whatever than just to be a persistent pessimist about it. Um, Mega Mega Milo. Bungie said they're retiring all weapons and armor before year three. What would be the incentive to play if loot pools for every other activity are not updated with new weapons? Well, that's a presumption. I would assume that they're going to go in and, and, and retread a lot of this stuff. 
And that's where people are just going to accept that, like, repurposing old content and reissuing stuff is good for the game rather than leaving it dormant and dead. End driver. What are your thoughts on this potentially being a way to artificially tune the meta, i.e. pinnacle SMG gets sunset, now there's a pinnacle auto rifle without a good SMG being introduced? Yeah, I mean, this is a good, like, companion question to the archetypal vacancy questions people have been asking. Like, are Bungie going to create intentional vacancies so that people lean away from certain guns and into other guns? That's only going to be a meta, though, for endgame. So Trials, Iron Banner, Raids, and and the like. So it's not going to affect most of Crucible, you know what I mean? Regarding the Iron Banner armor, it is seasonal, so it sets with that season. It just sounded to me like they were saying the Iron Banner armor had icons on it that made it look like it came from, like, a much older season. Hobbit Spartan. At what point you had me- at one point you had mentioned that exotics will get sunset treatment. However, in the TWAB, exotics will not have a max power level, indicating no sunsetting. Am I reading this correctly? There is some confusion. Yeah, they 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 don't right now. I I'm telling you, I think they're going to get to the place where they do the same thing to exotics. They just don't want to bite off too much rage. <laughs> I right, you are correct. Right now, and probably for all of year four, exotics will not get sunset. I think eventually they do. They do. I think eventually they decide to start sunsetting exotics. They just don't want to rip off that band-aid right now because they're ripping off another one. Small peculiar. Cami is suggesting alternate fixed roles for loot so that PvP can always use all guns. Is this an indication of the real community divide here? People who treat Destiny more like an FPS and people who realize the action RPG version of the game. Right, like... I, I, did, I didn't hear Cami's argumentation, so I'm not going to speak to Cami, but I'm going to speak to like a generic version of players like that. Players that never want to chase anything new, they want their loot to last for forever, they want, you know, static fixed roles, so it's kind of like a halo. I just, with love in my heart, that's not this game. Like, you don't fit this, you just don't fit this game. You're a round peg to a square hole. Like, that's just, you're asking Destiny to be something else. It, it, I'm sorry, like, that just, that isn't Destiny. I think it's fair to say you can't come to a game and ask it to be something else. It just doesn't work. This isn't Valorant. This isn't Overwatch. This isn't Halo where the weapons are set, like, and they just tune them within their respective lanes that they're in. This has been to play a game that is 90% PvE content for five years and to continue to like strain at the idea of we really need balance and getting angry about sunsetting which again is is in line with a loot pursuit you know live service action mmo like you know what i'm saying i don't i don't know i i don't even think in the pvp realm everybody thinks this way like what Weezy's saying the rest of the pvp community wants to grind more stuff as long as we can grind it in pvp like is luna or matador right like I, I think very, very narrow, you know, sentimentalities about the game. If you formulate a narrow sentimentality, you're you're automatically setting yourself up to probably not enjoy changes and, and evolutions within a game. You're just you're, it's just too narrow. It was like we had somebody in here earlier that plays a lot of PvE and they're like, I have all these very, very specific 
and unique roles in my vault that I, I, I have, and they should always be viable in the end game. And I'm like, look, like you're, you're creating a super, super narrow demand. They're not going to do that. You're not the majority. And that's just, isn't how games like this are set up. They're not set up to run like that. I'm not trying to be like mean or dismissive or tell people to go play something else, but it's like you are literally setting up a super narrow and rigid list of demands that they just, they, they will not be able to meet. I talked to Lumi and he's all for it. I've even seen gigs be all for it on Twitter, for example. Right. I, I, if I went to Overwatch and wanted it to be like loot based and have different guns dropping and different gun rolls dropping, people would be like, well, Lono, that's not Overwatch. You're creating a very like rigid demand set for for this game. And I'm like, that's kind of what you're doing if, if you want fixed roles for PvP. Like, I just, that's just not Destiny. I, and I know people hate when I say that, but like, it's been very clear for five years. This is a loot based game where you chase loot and there's random roles and there's magic and there's abilities and there's exotics. Like, it's just, this ain't Halo. This ain't Valorant. Like, trying to get it into that trying to shove this game into that structure just doesn't work wants to go back to year one right that's the other thing is and and cammy's not alone in this there are people like cammy that want to go back they they loved double primary they thought it was better and i just think you're 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 living in a dream world you're you're asleep like we're you gotta wake up and see like that just we're not going back there we're not going back there we just it, it it we can't go back to like a static area, you know what I mean? Uh, P Wood nineteen. Do you think if Bungie announced their plans for weapons and armor before announcing sunsetting, people would have uh would see the big picture? Maybe, but that tends to like, hey, we're gonna do all this awesome stuff, and then you take the wind out of the sails with the bad news. This, as I said, is housekeeping. Get this out of the way, and then they can get to the goods. With exempt exotics, would you like to see Bungie to create an exemption for legendary weapons that work in tandem with exotics? We had this question very early today. I could see the the the, the drang and the the sturm and the you know the mini tool getting some getting passes. Um, how did I submit a question? I don't understand. How did I submit a question that says potato? It says the question 110 is from say no to rage and it just says potato. How did that even freaking happen? Um, did I did I accidentally submit a question? I don't understand. You guys can't even see it right now. Anyway, um, Girk, do you think certain legendaries uh, you think certain legendaries or weapon perks will be buffed or reworked into viability due to sunsetting? It's possible that we see trench barrel. It's possible that we see um, it's possible we see like trench barrel and box breathing and stuff maybe get some re- retreatment you know what I mean uh, question 110 from user say no to rage just says potato we've talked about this man don't submit stupid questions gosh what an idiot uh, I really don't know how that happened that is so weird uh, the excel spreadsheets growing its own mind uh, ser- severity. How exactly will sunsetting exotics fix the nerfing problem? Sunsetting an exotic only works for endgame. The only way to make a gun like Izanagi or Sleeper less dominant in any other non-endgame content like Strikes or Gambit is to nerf it. Who cares? Who cares? Why does it matter if Izanagi's is really good in Strikes? Who gives a frick? You're burning down the boss in seconds anyway. Who Who cares? 
right? It's the, like, listen, it's the, it's the touch of malice, okay, all over again. If they would have sunset touch of malice, it wouldn't have needed nerfed. Why did Touch of Malice need to be nerfed? It was going to break Wrath of the Machine. So if Bungie's creating some new raid and the Izanagis is going to come in and break it, you don't have to nerf the Izanagis if you sunset it. I don't. Who cares if an exotic is going in and melting bosses in strikes? You're you're doing that anyway. Strikes become throwaway, burned down, quick content. They're meat and potatoes content. Endgame, listen, the whole reason for this is so like endgame aspirational content retains its property of being aspirational. It doesn't retain its property of aspirational if whatever new raid lands in 2020 is just run ripshod over by Izanagi's. The Wrath of the Machine raid wouldn't have retained any sense of aspirational properties if the Touch of Malice would not have been nerfed. That's the issue. Who... Who cares? Who cares if strikes get burned down by an exotic? They're not aspirational. They don't have to retain some sense of difficulty, but raids and dungeons and Grandmaster level nightfalls do, and that's why you have to rotate out these best-in-class meta-era-defining exotics. That's the best way I can put it. It's like it doesn't it just doesn't matter if your god tier shotgun that gets sunset continues to just rip through non-aspirational content cuz it's not aspirational. It doesn't have to retain any sense of aspirational challenge. What's so wrong with nerfing things? Cuz when you nerf the weapon, I just shove it into my vault. If you sunset the weapon, it still has viability in a lot of the content and I can still use it. That's what just is blowing my mind about this. This is more freedom, not less. People are looking at the universe upside down. This is more freedom. Instead of nerfing something so that you basically stop using it, they they sunset it. And now you have the freedom to use more weapons. Think about it. In 90% of the content, if they stop nerfing stuff, and in two years, you have all these just wild, weird, different legendaries you can use everywhere instead of, oh, it's cool, nerfed, oh, it's cool, nerfed, oh, it's cool, nerfed. This system leads to more freedom. And obviously, it does lead to rotating metas and dominance in the end game, but in the rest of the game, it leads to more freedom because they shouldn't have to nerf as many things in PvE. They wouldn't have had to have nerfed the Touch of Malice, which means anytime you went back and ran the King's Fall raid for fun or whatever, or when Age of Triumph came back around, you would have been able to use Touch of Malice in there at its best. But everybody, everybody put it in the vault and shelved it and we all started running sleeper in the oryx fight cause they nerfed touch of malice instead of sunsetting it uh sweatpants I'm behind on the times a bit so not fully informed do you think that sunsetting hinders a player's ability for personal identity or helps it man what a well timed question in light of what I just said it actually increases variety and freedom and the current system doesn't we're all either running the the garden variety Ikelos, Recluse, Izanagi's just oh yeah that's the end game meta and eventually it gets nerfed and it all gets shoved off the table this actually leads to more variety and diversity. Surely, yes, there will still be metas and optimum builds and loadouts for aspirational content. You can't get rid of that, but there'll be a lot. I would think there would be a lot more variety. 
Pion says, if they do add new subclasses or archetypes, do you think that will help with the number of weapons? Uh, This is really generic. Obviously, if they add more archetypes, that would help with the number of weapons. You're asking, if they increase the number of weapons, would that help with the number of weapons? Well, of course. Zymon. I noticed Bungie said that they are not going to Sunset Exotic weapons. Do you still believe that if if not now, Bungie will eventually Sunset Exotics? Yes, I do believe that that will happen eventually. They just didn't want to punch us too many times. Would a viable solution to Vault Space be that when you pull from your collections, you get whatever the last roll you had? No, because then that means if I get a really, really bad roll, then that removes a good roll. Like, oh man, I want to pull this out. Oh crap, the last time I got one, it was garbage. I want to be able to store my roll. That's, I think, the solution. Let me store my god roll in the vault. They're just data points. Like, I, I don't know how the database works, but they're literally just data points. They're zeros and ones. It's not... And that's the thing where I think they could get away with this. It's not a gun that's, like, physically in my inventory and equipable at that moment. It would literally be just the data points of these are the perks, and you'd push the button, and it would spit it out, and now it's in the game. That's why I think the vault gets problematic. Those guns are literally there and equipable. They exist. They're not data points. They're actual equipable items. That's why the, the vault gets kind of uh, kind of constrained. So that's probably the most questions I've ever done in a single Q&A. Uh, I'm not going to shut the stream down just yet, but I am going to end the Q&A. Thank you guys so, so much. The mods did an amazing job today. There were there were not a lot of like bad or repeat questions. Repeat questions are going to happen. Don't feel bad if you submitted a repeat question. I just glide over them anyway. It's going to happen when there's 2,500 people. There was almost 3,000 at one point. When there's that many people here and submitting questions, that's simply going to happen. If you've enjoyed your stay here today, please click the follow button if you haven't already that's a free way to support me when you click follow and turn on notifications you won't miss these streams Monday through Friday very family friendly podcast sort of driven stream where you can listen interact lurk and uh, keep me on around the you know coworkers or the kiddos or whatever so stick around don't go anywhere if you're here live if you're listening elsewhere you can always come in live at say no to rage.com and as always please like share and subscribe <laughs>